Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and we want to say hello to everyone for joining us again on this very special day. Today is our, as some of you all know, about three weeks ago, a month ago, we celebrated our two-year anniversary, but today we celebrate 100 episodes. Woohoo! 100 episodes of Soul Citizens, and being able to share in the community with you all and you guys supporting us. And we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us reach our hundredth show. This will be the last celebration we do until we do, well, I don't know, we're not gonna do no thousand shows, I can tell you that now, but we are, this is about as far as it's uh, gonna go, as far as celebrations never say never. Yeah, okay. Well, Fast Card will still be here. <laughs> He'll be a little more bald and a little more gray, but I'm, I'm not gonna be here for a thousand show, I can tell you that now. Speaking hey, of Fast- get a 200. Yeah, real 200 is enough, right? So speaking of, hey, we see Ops Chief. Let's uh, give a shout out. We got some great people co-hosting today. Unfortunately, uh, my mistake, uh, I was, as you guys know, we had a busy weekend. We did our new show yesterday, uh, Soul Voices. Oh, wow. Envoy, thank you. Thank you for the resub Envoy. for one month. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yesterday, we um, we launched our new show, Soul Voices, and that was at 12 noon or 1 p.m. Eastern time. And then after that, we had a bar citizen and the bar citizen literally started within what, 45 minutes of us ending that show. And then yeah. we were on the air doing the bar citizen, virtual bar citizen from basically, not on the air. basically, yeah, not on the air, but shipwreck, <laughs> hey shipwreck. Thank you. Thank you for the resub. We ended up being in the bar citizen for nine hours yesterday, guys. We finished at midnight last night and well, central time, central time, yeah, one a.m. time for you Eastern folk. Uh, but then I got, after that, it, it dawned on me that I had not notified uh, the co-hosts about the show today or reminded them about the show because we posted a, a schedule, but I had not mentioned it. And so Unique fortunately saw the message. Jade's up on here today, but Jade uh, may or may not make it in. She's probably doing something, so I feel bad that, that she didn't get to see the message. But uh, if she hey. pops in, I left her a message. If she pops in, she can pop in and then we'll, we'll start talking. Uh, what were you and I'm, and, and, and I'm here three, three out of four times of the, of the month, so I, I just I just show up whenever. Just, oh, I'm figured. not on this week. Okay, I'll I, I just come aside. So I, I, I always show up. You just figure out. I had to a wedding, but it's okay. Anything. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we we've got three out of four, but let's hope that Jade makes it because Jade has so much great lore information, and it breaks my heart that she's not here. But uh, we are going to try to push forward, and uh, like I said, hopefully maybe she'll drop in and be able to join us. Um, as, as, as you guys saw, the title for the show today is, uh, well, I didn't finish introducing Fast Cart. Say hi. Hi, I, I Fast Cart, also known as FC. I'm not going to say the other name until someone says it in chat. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm a co-host of Soul Citizens and we had fun yesterday. So yeah, great, great time yesterday. Awesome. Awesome. And back once again, uh, the man who, uh, I don't even know what to say about this guy. Cause I always say great things about him because he is our, I don't know. He's like, well, is he, is he our patriarch of Star Citizen? I guess he is. Like, he's the granddaddy for us as far as being in the game the longest, right? Fast Cart. I think he, uh, he's yeah, been he, he, longer he, than yeah. I mean, he beat us all as yeah, far as yeah. the first time to back to back the game. So, yeah. Yeah. All well, the people that 
or hosting. It, I'm it, sure I'm not the first. <laughs> well, anyway, not you that guys, I wasn't trying to be. We've got Unique back again. Hi, Unique, and thanks for being here tonight, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Welcome, everybody. Call your friends. Tell them all kinds of crazy stuffs happening. This thing. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, Dark Knight. I, but you know, you did make it, buddy. I'm sorry you couldn't be there. I know it was got to do your mom's Jade. birthday, brother. Real life. There she is. Jay, hey, Jay, come on in. Jay, 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 did you see my message? Please tell me you saw it. Please tell me you saw it. She's here because we're just getting started. Is she? Is she? She probably got, she probably got the, Twitch, the, the Twitch alert and said, oh, so citizen. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Jade, if you're there, check, check the DM and sent you a Jade. message. I hope she saw uh, it. She probably didn't see it. I don't know. Okay, hopefully she saw it. She might be getting She might be getting herself together, so we'll, we'll give her some time. to hang out with Unique. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, yeah. Matt Hare. Yeah, you just saw it. Are you able to jump on? If you're tied up, I get it. But if you can, okay, cool. Awesome. On, on her way. Awesome sauce. Okay. Nice. Awesome. Pro. Pro. Awesome. Yes, she is. Thank you. Um, So, as you guys see, the title for this week's show is Prepare for Pyro. And uh, as you all know, CIG has been dropping these little breadcrumbs. They've been dropping these sneak peeks. Uh, Fast Cart's been talking about these on our Thursday show. We've been seeing all this graffiti and garbage. <laughs> We haven't seen any planets and moons, but they have been kind of implying that they are working on pyro. In fact, they've been telling us this for quite a while. And so we know uh, there are some things that they've shown us. And today we're going to go over maybe a little bit of a history of pyro. For those of you who don't know much about pyro, you may have heard a lot about pyro. You keep hearing about pyro, but we want to kind of go into it with a little more depth and talk about it. So we've got some videos we want to share with you guys. We're going to have some conversations about it. And then we're going to do a giveaway today. This is our for our 100th episode. We are going to be giving away a Hull C. And so um, I don't know what the insurance is on it. I know it's not LTI, but it's a free oh, Hull really? C. It's a free. What do you mean? Oh, really? What's that supposed <laughs> to mean? It's a free Hull C. It's so a free Hull C. You can earn the money and pay for your insurance. Look at it that way, okay? But we're going to, uh, a lot of people are excited about the Hull A. Many of you guys have seen, they're already putting videos out for folks that happen to be in the PTU. I haven't flown it yet, but I have seen some videos that look very, very cool. Hey, Certified Gumbo, welcome, welcome, welcome. I got to tell y'all about Certified Gumbo on another time because they're doing some good stuff. I've been enjoying them. Um, but uh, thanks for coming, Certified Gumbo. Uh, so what we want to do is kind of talk a little bit about this thing about pyro and, uh, we're going to jump into it. So, uh, I'm going to show a little intro video that we're going to come back. Hopefully Jade will be here by then. And then I can start propping some questions to the folks. So, uh, I'm gonna let you guys check it out. We'll be right back.
There we go. There we go. There we go. I'm sorry, guys. That was me zoning out. Hi, Jade. I'm sorry. Hello. There she is. Sorry about that. It's okay. No, it was me. Awesome. Thank you. We're so happy that you made it. We are going to. That was just a little clip that CIG did show us of in engine real stuff. No more concept pictures, folks. That was Pyro. Thank you guys so much for the 100 uh, episode. Congratulations. We appreciate that. This is one, episode 100. Uh, let me put Ready it out. get 100 viewers. 100. Yeah, there we go. 100 viewers. That would be great, right? Uh, let's, let's, um, let me put it out. Since Jade just got here, she's probably catching her breath, but I'm going to put it out to her. Jade, what are you looking forward to with this whole, we've been talking about Pyro forever. What is it you're looking forward to with Pyro? I'll give, I'll give you the serious answer and then I'll give you the joke one. Okay. Um, so what I'm lo most looking forward to is we have never had in Star Citizen a place that um, was really truly lawless. I mean, Nick's, mm -hmm. you know, uh, with, with Levski, the area around Delamar when it was in the game, that wasn't lawless. That's controlled by the People's Alliance. But in Pyro, you're going to have competing gangs. Then a threat runs the main like i guess you could call it a landing zone the station ruin station mm -hmm. but there's also the fire rats which are kind of like a, a cult that worships fire and you have uh, the overlords which are like a sort of murky pseudo pmc that you don't know really whose side they're on so it's going to be a lot more kind of expansive and like the belters in a way because you mm -hmm. have all these factions that are you know playing off each other and you're gonna your reputation isn't going to be with the uee that's not what's going to get you anywhere in pyro it's going to be you know which one of these organizations do you want to uh, side with you don't like aliens okay xenothreat you, you like a pseudo pmc murky you know middle of the road sort mm -hmm. of thing then the overlord so you want to be part of cult then the fire rats you know yep absolutely so, yeah. that's some good stuff let me stop for a second and give a shout out to trip rodriguez uh unique evidently you wished it up because he dropped 72 people in here for us right now so that puts us at our 100 so nice. <laughs> thank you look at that trip as always thank you for sitting oh, over your, your, your crew down. We appreciate you. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We just starting out the show with a show titled Prepare for Pyro. This is also our 100th episode, and we're also doing a giveaway for a whole C. So hopefully if you like what you see, stick around and you can check it out and uh, hear what we have to say about Pyro. Uh, let me jump to Fast Card. FC, what about, oh, Jay, you said there was something else you want to share that was, you said the serious side, then there was something else you want to share. Yeah, so that was the serious side. The, the joke side is I'll be, you know, I'm most looking forward to Pyro and, and having uh, it in the game so that we could start seeing uh, pictures of Nick's. <laughs> Everything's been pyro. You, like, you want to start like, moving to Nick's, yeah. right? They jump the wormhole will be right there. Right, right yeah. Because, I mean, we get pyro, you know, it's the yeah. road to pyro. I can't wait for the road to Nick's. That's right. That's, That's right. Very cool. Okay. FC, what about you? Anything you looking forward to with pyro? I know you're, you, you're a lover, not a fighter. So are you looking forward yeah. to pyro at all? What's, what's your thoughts on it? I'm here mostly because it's the 100 episode. I'm here to celebrate now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm in, I, 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 I want to give. I, I'm hoping that people have more options. Having more options in the game and more gameplay is always a good thing. Mm. It may not be the type of gameplay I'm interested in. I'm I'm, I'm from Eve Online. We, we we call ourselves Care Bear. I'm a proud Care Bear. So I I probably stay away from Pyro. I may explore something if we have a group of people, mm -hmm. like 20 people or 10 people or something like that, to, keep, to make sure that we all safe. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's like. Outside sea pyro, but I don't have a real interest in pyro, but I'm interested in seeing other planets than um, what, what the stanchion system currently have. Got you, got you. Caddy, I saw your message. 
Um, wow, I didn't even realize that that wasn't set like it usually is. It was, I took it off last week because I did a test, but you can let him know that it's there and tell him thank you. Tell TV Liquid thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, I, we weren't we weren't in the Star Citizen category on Twitch, so he, we want somebody, oh, okay. somebody wanted to rate us and they couldn't. Um, okay, got you, Fast Card. Unique, what about you? I know you've been hearing about these systems from back in the, you know, back when, right? And this is going to be the first one that we're getting, getting out of Stanton. Any thoughts on it? Back since it was words on a website. So, mm. yeah, I'm at this point looking forward to going into Pyro and searching for Jax McCleary and make sure that he didn't turn out to be like some sort of Vandul hamburger. <laughs> I don't know if he made it. I just don't know if he made it. I'm All right, maybe a man doing hot dog. We're, we're, we're yeah, gonna, we're probably. Gonna, we're gonna check out some stuff with Jax a little bit. Has later. anybody heard from him? Yeah, no, I, yeah, we haven't heard anything yet, so I guess we'll have to see. I'm looking uh, forward to it um, because just because of the dynamics that it's going to create in the game. Yesterday we had some really cool stuff. Jade, you were there yesterday with uh, when uh, Jarrett was talking about why they started in Stanton, right? Yes. Yeah, and and he shared some really cool stuff about the fact that they picked Stanton because it was basically. For lack of a better term, neutral from an aspect of gameplay that you could, you know, have your little bit of criminal bad guy and also have lawful good guy existing within the same system. Where if we had started in Terra, where everything was kind of starting from the center, where everything's lawful and good, eventually things might get boring until they built out. So they started with Stanton. So Stanton is it's Stanton is way more diverse. Diverse, than Terra. yeah, yeah. So. Pyro is going to introduce a whole nother level. And a lot of times I think people have a lot of conceptions about lawless. You know what I mean? And I think that that's kind of gets blurred because people assume that only the bad people will be there. Is, is that, do you guys get that impression that that's going to be where the I bad do. people are? <laughs> really? You do? I, 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 either the bad people will be there or people, people who are looking for, looking for bad people will be there. So. I I beg to differ. I think that people who don't want to be a part of the UE machine will also be there, and they aren't necessarily always going to be bad. UE is bad, so like if you, if you're really, it's not it's not this isn't about good and evil, mm -hmm. right? This is this is about just different shades of gray. Because mm -hmm. I mean, there are certain practices within the UE like dual. You know, humanity, mm -hmm. citizens and civilians, you know, having different rights. That's not that's not good. Mm -hmm. There, you know, whole corporations being able to buy and plunder planets. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Like um, right. you know, the sort of uh sort of tolerance they have for uh the slave trade and the, with the Banu. We didn't go to war with the Banu over slavery. Right. You know, so like how if we're going to talk about a moral compass of good and evil i don't think anything in the game is truly good mm -hmm. but you know xenothread is evil i'll yeah. say that yeah and laws can be <laughs> evil from you know depending on where you're at too right you could be in a places that yeah. are oppressive so law that's what i'm saying when people hear lawless they automatically assume bad people but I you mean, know the old I mean, west was lawless at one point and people lived in the old west you know what i'm saying so i mean, mm -hmm. I mean and, and, and you know you don't have a category called lawful evil lawful evil for nothing right yeah. you can be lawful <laughs> and be bad, and evil. bad yeah so. yeah absolutely absolutely okay boss hog boss hog. yeah boss hog. <laughs> yeah yeah okay people people will get that <laughs> well, i know yeah that, was that, that goes back but, that does know. go back a bit so i tell you what let's uh let's go back as i mentioned earlier many of you are familiar with pyro and you know a little bit about the lore or you know a lot about the lore but there are some people who may not know anything about the system so what we're going to do is take a quick look at something that cig produced many years ago uh on the lore maker series and it is about pyro we're going to sit back relax watch it 
and then we'll come back and talk about it afterward. And then we're going to look at what CIG has produced and what they've shown us about Pyro. And I think if you haven't seen it, you'll definitely get excited about it. So let's check it out. Welcome to another episode of Loremaker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm archivist Sherry Heiberg. Uh, if you've never seen Loremaker's Guide before, this is a program in which the members of the lore team at CAG take you on a guide through the uh, mythology, the history, and the science behind all of the systems that we make for the game. Um, and with that, let us get started. Today we are going to do Pyro. Now, Pyro has an interesting history. There we go. It's an unclaimed system with a red dwarf at the center, no inhabitable planets, and yet it still has a somewhat sizable population. It is home to smugglers, criminals, pirates, and the brigands of the galaxy. Um, the system you know, even even though it's not very friendly, it's 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 fun for for pirates to be in. They they like it. They have a good time. They control what's going on. It's pretty nice. However, it is a very dangerous system to be in because of the star at the center being a flare star, which I'll get into in a moment. Um, firefights are not uncommon. There's no political stability, unlike Spider, which has you know, Spider's pretty pretty stable. But uh, the pirate settlement in Pyro is known for being a place where you can go and get shady, shady jobs and maybe get in a good fight if you want to get in a good fight. Anyway. Oh, oh also, one second. This, this system is the basis of a level in Wing Commander. However, the game designers took a little bit of liberty with the design of the system because there is no such thing as a prolonged Nova phase that is made up. The Nova is an instantaneous event, but I think they thought it would sound a little bit more jazzy for the video game. So let's get started. This here is Pyro. It is the star at the center of the Pyro system. Like I said, it's a red dwarf which is an M-class main sequence red star. What a flare star is, is it's a star that exhibits unusually violent solar activity, solar flare activity. Most of the ones that we know of are red dwarf stars. There can be, there can be others, but the vast majority that we know of are, are red dwarfs. And what happens is that the luminosity and the brightness of the star, which are more or less the same thing, engage in such sudden flares of brightness that they can get 10,000 times more powerful than any solar flare that our sun has ever produced. So there are definitely like whew, wicked, wicked flames that happen <laughs> sometimes. Um, let's say, let's put it this way. So 
the flares are so powerful, you'd get way, 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 way more than a particularly interesting aurora like we would on our own planet. Uh, flare star Ursa Major increased in brightness 15-fold on 2013 for three minutes and then returned to normal, which is, like, whoosh, which is kind of the thing that you get here on Pyro. It creates you know, an incredible amount of X-ray radiation, like ultraviolet radiation, like anything that would make life, the development of life completely inimical to what happens in this solar system. Yeah, good times. Therefore, you can take it for granted that Pyro 1 is a terrible place to live. It's a blackened little rock. It's very small. It's sort of like Mercury in that it, it orbits close to the sun and is just like totally burned out and maybe it had a surface at one point, but it certainly doesn't anymore. It's just kind of like this, this horrible charred little rock floating in space. You're not really going to get anything out of it. Um, same with the Akiro Cluster, or the Akiro Cluster, depending on who you're asking. It's just a little cluster of asteroids that chills out here, kind of near the Lagrangian point of Pyro 1. Uh, there's nothing, nothing much to be found there. It, people say that the uh, mining has been, that the strip mining has taken everything from the planet. I mean, not the planet, the, the asteroids. You guys know what I mean. So it's not really worth your time, I would say. Let's go over here to Pyro 2, which is a coreless planet. Now, coreless planets are interesting. It's not that they um, are hollow, which is a common misconception. It's that they don't have a differentiated metal core. So, like, our planet has a core. It's got, like, a, a core and then a mantle and then with crust. It's, like, different layers. So, like, if you slice the planet open, it would look like a really cool layer cake. But if you slice Pyro 2 open, it would just be an undifferentiated mass, sort of like a cake with no layers. Um, any, again, like any minerals that would have been worth mining of the planet have been stripped away, sadly. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to try from time to time. Here is Pyro 3. It is a lava planet. It has unusually strong tectonic activity. It has seas of lava crisscrossing the system, crisscrossing the entire planet. Uh, it's possible that it was caused by a collision, like uh, a piece of a planet-sized body broke off and hit the surface and just caused so much uh, damage and energy that the whole surface melted, and it really has not been the same since. Now, the reason that we think that this is probably what happened is because of what happened to its neighbor, Pyro 4, which used to be a planet in the system, just kind of chilling out, having its own regular orbit until a planet-sized body hit it, and it was knocked out into this totally ridiculous orbit, and it is slowly settling into the orbit of Pyro which is all the way over here, so we're going to have to adjust that later. It should be closer. Let's zoom in right here to Pyro 5, which is a gas giant. It doesn't have a pure hydrogen atmosphere, so it's not really, you know, it's not really a good place to refuel, but it does have a bunch of really cool moons. All are named after various concepts that are related to fire, like Vatra and Ver and Rior, Ignis, and Phyro, 
and fuego. Yeah, that's an easy one. None of them are inhabitable. All of them are decently hot. Um, it, they kind of vacillate between hot and cold, really, because they're far enough away from the star that they should be pretty cold. But the solar flares do reach all the way out to this point sometimes. And that doesn't really make it a very good place to park your ship, because you never know when a solar flare will hit. And let's see here. Here's the last planet in the system, Pyro 6. Now, Pyro 6 isn't interesting because it's a little planet on the outskirts of the system. It is interesting because of what is around it, which is Ruin Station, the home to all piracy in Pyro. This is the base that is always under contention for who is the true ruler. Usually a couple of gangs kind of go back and forth between who's, who's the one in charge and who's the one who's fighting to be in charge. This a nice little bar on it where you can go that's more or less stable, but you know, you're, you're going to get the occasional bar fight there. It was once a Gold Horizon terraforming platform. No one really knows why there's a terraforming platform around a planet that is completely unterraformable, but Gold Horizon didn't go bankrupt because of their sound business decisions. It can be an excellent place to make connections with other pirates with other smugglers and perhaps other outlaws, if that's what you care to do. But you need to be aware, be aware that you will most likely get involved in a firefight of some kind. I know I've emphasized this point more than once, but I just want you to know, if you want to find crime, you're going to find it in Pyro. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Loremaker's Guide to the Galaxy. And once again, I'm Sherry Heiberg, the Archivist with the Lore team, and I'd like to thank our subscribers for making this program possible. And y'all have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye. Thank you for watching. So if you want to keep up with the latest and greatest in the Star Citizen and Squadron 42's development, please follow us on our social media channels. See you soon. Alrighty then. So that gave us some background on Pyro. Um, Jade, if I'm remembering correctly, I mean, now we know that they are, I think you even put it in chat, that Pyro 3 is the now the habitable planet there, correct? That is correct. Okay. Um, they, they retconned that lore, I think, because they wanted to have a habitable planet mm -hmm. in Pyro. But also, um, from an astrophysics standpoint, it kind of didn't really make a lot of sense for uh, Pyro 3 to be a, a lava planet. Mm -hmm. um, for, that, for that to be a stable system, or you know, somewhat stable system. Uh, for it to be a lava planet, that would have had to have, like just happen, happened, like within like the last million and years. That was and, my next question. Yeah. Where would they put it then, if they if they're still putting it in? And they mentioned lava as far as the with one roads and stuff. So one, but is one? I mean, but I was going to say, would two be better because one becomes like the the hardened cinder. I mean, could would would two not work, or you think one would be the better one? Well, they they would have to just totally retcon. Um, you know the the system almost entirely because mm -hmm. if they if they want to make to that that planet then again like they have to come up with okay why why is it a lava planet mm. uh, if they want to if they want to make it plausible i loved this series because mm -hmm. especially when sherry did it mm -hmm. because she'd give the astrophysics of the system and tell you okay here's why it's not just a lava planet but here's why, why? it's a lava planet mm -hmm. and that scenario that she she gave wasn't bad like mm. but at the same time it's a mature system with stable orbits um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's also a system where, um, you know, a lot of people think, okay, well, 
the flare star would make it, um, you know, the lava planet, if, if it were closer, uh, not necessarily so. It would, it would be, it have, it would have to be almost like, it would have to be very close to, to the star for, mm -hmm. for it to have that kind of molten state. To maintain it. Um, mm -hmm. the, the, we know of exoplanets that are actually disintegrating because mm -hmm. they're so close to their star. Right. Um, so that would have made it a good candidate. They'd have to move Pyro 1 a lot closer. Mm -hmm. Pyro 2 couldn't then be the smog planet if they wanted to make it the, the coreless planet. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they'd have had to add like another planet in Pyro. It would have totally changed the whole system. Gotcha. I'm, I'm good with what they did mm -hmm. with uh, Pyro 3. Mm -hmm. I think there will be plenty of opportunities for there to be other places with a, a lava planet. And, um, you know, Pyro being a M-class red dwarf, which mm -hmm. is like sort of the scientific name for uh, red dwarf stars mm -hmm. in spectral class. They, it, unlike the dying star name they gave to the map, it's a star that will outlast the sun. Mm -hmm. Like they have really long lifetimes. Um, it's estimated there's not been a red dwarf that has like just died since the beginning of the universe, right? right. So our, our sun would be more of a dying star Before. than a uh, mm -hmm. star in Pyra. By the um, way, by the way, let me interrupt yeah. here. In case Sorry. you all don't know, Jade's an astrophysicist or studying or is one. <laughs> so we really lean on her, not just for lore, but actually she'll share with us like real science, which is a great asset to our show because she's saying, here's where CIG did some things that made sense and right. And uh, by the way, Colossal, we know that you're looking forward to moving to Mustafar, but it's not gonna happen, it sounds like, but we'll see, okay? Uh, but Jane, yeah, no, thank you. They consulted an astrophysicist for um, when they were building these systems. I, I think they mm -hmm. still do. Yep, they do, yep, yeah. yep. And, and, and that's why I was asking about Pyro 3, because I remember before that was what it was, we thought it was gonna be the lava planet. And then when we saw the presentation last year, they're like, this is Pyro 3. I'm like, oh, okay, that changed. So, uh, mm -hmm. all right, interesting. Unique. What they could do, yeah, ahead, since ahead. they have a, 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 I think they have the ice giant mm -hmm. in Pyra, if they want to have something that's like totally lava mm -hmm. to keep some of that lore, they could basically have a moon that is being tidally, you know, tidally strained, kind of like our mm -hmm. um, solar system has Io, right? Mm -hmm. So Io, uh, you know, it, it could it could be like Io where it's just so tidally heated mm -hmm. that the surface is, you know, mm -hmm. the floor is lava. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. You need okay. And I also want to say thank you to Red Wolf yeah. 1 for giving us um, five, oh. five subs. So thank you for that. Yes. Thank you, Red Wolf. Red thank you. And thank you, Red Wolf. We saw you said happy anniversary or happy 100th episode. Thank you for that. Thank all of you guys for the 100th episode. Uh, congratulations. We appreciate that. Uh, Dream Ray, thank you for the follow as well. And Raven Queen, thank you for the 400 bits. That probably popped in when thank the video you. was running. We didn't see it, but thank you. And Hot, is it Hanshu88? And Solo Player 7 thank you guys for the follow. And Fruit Loop, also thank you for the follow. Um, I just, I, I just yeah. want to check a couple of things. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, uh, Thyra, thank you for the follow. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to say, I, I love the, the Lawmaker's Guide to, to the Galaxy series. I, I was just funny when it went away. I understand why it went away, because, you know, it, it takes a lot to produce. Mm -hmm. And thank you for the subscription of Thyra. Thank, thank you. you. Um, and so I remember when the Arc Star map was first 
Thank you for the donation. Thank you for our 100th episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I remember when the Star Map first launched, it was, um, it won several awards, not just one, quite a few awards. It was, I think it was one, I want to say 2017. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. You had to have a hardware acceleration on your web browser um, in, order, in order for it to, to run well. Mm-hmm. It would not run on mobile devices well at all, especially during a time. Now it does because um, especially if you have a, a, new, a newer device like a, a like a flagship uh, phone or, or a tablet, but it did not run well on, on, on tablets back, mm-hmm. back then. So I, I'm, it, 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 it's, it, it's a nice piece of app. Yeah. Also, um, I think it was um, mentioned here or, or hinted here, but I, I just want to expand. Like the Dying Star um, Arena Commander map and in, 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 in Arena Commander, it, 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 that is supposed to be in Pyro. I, I don't think that's. Um, no, that's what Jay was talking said, about. I don't think people, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't think people um, realize that. So that, 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 that's another thing. Yeah, Jay, can you talk about that? Because people yes. do always talk about Dying Star. Yes, yeah, so Dying Star is supposed to be in Pyro, and um, CIG has stated that um, Arena Commander is like a video game in the Star Citizen universe, mm-hmm. right? So when you're playing Arena Commander, you're actually playing within one of those sim pods that you see when you go to uh, the Microtech store mm-hmm. at, at New Babbage. Um, so it's exaggerated. So what you see as far as the way the Dying Star map looks, that's mm-hmm. not. Don't expect that when we get Pyro in the game, because it's it's probably going to look a bit more um, mm-hmm. subdued than that. Yep. But yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because the, the pod in, in game has to be like gamified compared to real life. So mm-hmm. right, exactly. In the game. Yeah. You, you need- remember when we had to crawl into the pods when they first? Yeah, oh yeah, oh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I didn't know that was a thing. Commander. Oh well, yeah. you don't know everything, Star Girl. <laughs> no, I know. Close. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Jay says she missed those early days of all the, all, yeah. the, all the painful things that we went through. She she she's always fascinated by them. But yeah, there was I yeah, in your hangar used to have in your hangar a pod that you climbed into and you would do that. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, the, it was the uh, gaming pod, and you you played Arena Commander. It was Electronic mm-hmm. Access EA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, that was cool. It was, it was. Well, and, and I and I do like the fact that, as you mentioned, and this is one of the things we learned too. By the way, we were at the Bar Citizen. Those of you who made it to the Bar Citizen yesterday, hope you guys really enjoyed yourselves. As always, the folks from CIG just always remind us of some very cool things. And one of the things that they talk about is the fluidity of development. And as you mentioned, Jade, you know, this was several years ago when this Lore Makers came out, but several years later, some things have changed, right? From that star map. And so there is this issue that things can change as development changes. You know, a lot of it's like when we have a concept drawing of a ship, we finally get the ship. It may not always look exactly like what we thought it was in concept. And so to me, I love the fact that we're kind of going through this process with them and seeing how the development changes as both gameplay, game mechanics, technology, and even as the writers are writing stuff about this, uh, how things are, are adapting to whatever is needed for good gameplay and also, uh, you know, some, some, some science in there, which is good, which is good. Um, let's go ahead and go down and talk about what we saw at Pyro 3. As, as Jade mentioned, and as I mentioned earlier, uh, Pyro 3 originally was supposed to be this lava planet. Uh, at CitizenCon last year, 
CIG gave us a walkthrough demonstration. We're not going to watch that entire thing, but we are going to watch segments of it and comment about the visuals that we were seeing and even maybe even what could be possibilities for gameplay. So um, I'm going to show this and I'm going to let Unique and Fastcart and Jade give their thoughts about it. You guys, of course, can say things in chat and, uh, and then we're going to come back and talk about it. So let me make sure that I go to the right place, which is here. Got to change our screen up so we can see what's going on. We'll listen the first time, then I'll replay it and then we'll talk about it, okay? Yeah, Pyro 3 is, um, yeah, just a, a terrestrial planet. It has a very thin, uh, breathable atmosphere, uh, but it's still pretty inhospitable, very cold. Uh, as you can see, some of those lightning strikes in the clouds, but, uh, but yeah, very, very pretty looking. So this is uh, the first time we're actually seeing clouds above uh, a terrestrial planet. You know, we went through quite a few iterations of uh, forms. Uh, what we ultimately ended upon was something that felt quite uh, quite dramatic, uh, still believable in terms of uh, how the wind would have shaped them. Um, but yeah, like uh, it's showcasing a lot of the, the, the more recent uh, tech uh, that came online. Uh, also, what we're seeing here is like some kind of distant thunder strikes. And what this is, it's uh, kind of like a prelude to, you know, future uh, weather features that become on board, you know, and how this will tie into, you know, uh, storms and uh, ship handling, you know, due to the turbulence. And it's great seeing the, um, you know, the rain hit the canopy glass here, you know, when you go through these cloud banks. Also, as part of the, the process of shaping, one of the things we really wanted to do is create these uh, these kind of like these pockets in between the clouds. So you're in these cavities. So as you're flying through, you get a glimpse of the, the terrain beneath you. Uh, but, you know, it, it feels really quite exhilarating, you know, to fly through. Also as well, like um, it's showcasing a lot of the more recent uh, tech coming on board as well. So, you know, um, you know, it's uh, a lot of optimizations been going on. Uh, so it's way more performant than previously uh, than previously it was. Also, like the the level of artifacting that we're seeing here is is substantially reduced, uh, certainly on higher spec machines. All righty, unique. I'm going to go to you first. Uh, this is this flight in coming into Pyro. Um, they show us some things that we haven't seen before. I mean, clouds we've seen, but I don't think we've seen them this extensive. And also, they start showing us some of the electrical activity that's going in them. They mention the fact that it's. it's the planet is still somewhat hot, inhospitable. Yeah, what do you think about what we saw? I love the weather tech that they're putting in here. It's getting better all the time. Uh, this is a great leap forward in the cloud fluffiness and the density. And, and you can see the one off in the distance where it's got that top flat part mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of look like a mountain range a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, but like flat plateaus on top of it, too. Mm -hmm. It's pretty amazing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Jade, what about you? Well, I remember when this was shown and uh, everybody was kind of like going crazy about the 400i and I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, my God, cumulus and stratocumulus clouds and lightning. Oh, wow. I can't wait. So yeah, that was kind of like, you know, how I was. And I loved it because I always would look at Pyro 3 and I'm like, it's on the very edge of the green or habitable zone on the Arc Star map. I'm like, you know, okay. If they're if they were going to redo it, this is kind of like what I expected was some place that's going to be kind of cold, maybe not as cold as Microtech, mm -hmm. but it, it's going to you know be 
not the like nicest place to live in the universe, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it, it's now going to be a habitable planet. Yeah, and I'm with Jade. I, that is the wrong choice of ship. I mean, any RSI <laughs> two, three, four, five, nine hundred series, whatever number you want to give it to it, it's the wrong you, choice. You mean origin? To go you into mean, a place like Pyro. You mean origin? You mean origin? that too? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't saying there was anything wrong with the luxury, ship. Why would you take a luxury ship into a dangerous? Because place? you can. That's the point. <laughs> and when you're a developer and nobody's shooting at you, right? God mode. Well, they yeah. did get shot at. Yeah, if you right. recall, they yeah. did get shot yeah, at. And they didn't. And they didn't last like, long. They got blown up the first. <laughs> Yeah. Right, right. Well, that's Wait, what happens when yeah. you go in the land of Thor with lightning flying around. <laughs> well, it was, I think it was like you said, it was to show off the four hundred. But uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That, I don't know necessarily if that would be the ship I take. But uh, I, I think it's pretty beautiful. Fast Cart, what about you? What did you think the first time you saw this? Griffin, this is obviously a scam. The technology for these cloud tech is at least a decade away. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm joking. I'm making fun. Uh, this almost feel like I, I, I love the presentation. I almost feel like a Kryptonian, like Superman or Supergirl, flying through the through the air. Like you, you know, the, the tech is amazing. I can't wait to see this in game. I mean, they put some of it in game. Some of it is on Austin right now, but not like full future like this. Yeah. So this is amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah, for- but it should be now, Fast Car, because you said that comment 10 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have, by the way, they have added clouds to Hurston now, so you guys look forward to it. Uh, I was amazed at the density and the realism. I know Colossal, he's here. Uh, when Flight Simulator came out uh, in 2020, he really, really was impressed. And I mean, I've, I've flown it too, Dark Knight's flown it. The clouds in there are amazing. They, they are really are. And I remember him saying, Man, I hope CIG can reach this level of complexity and, and detail when it comes to clouds. When I saw this, I said, wow, they're, they're, they're getting there. Um, I'm also looking at the fact that we've been so used to flying over these planetary bodies that have no cloud cover and us being able to have visual references when we fly in. This has no visual reference. Um, when you flew in, you couldn't see anything but clouds. So I'm really curious to see what they're going to put in for us for instrumentation to be able to find locations. I know a lot of times you can kind of cheat by putting on your quantum drive button and seeing where things are. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I am hoping that they'll come up with something for navigation, particularly when bad weather and dynamic weather come in. That's the other thing too. Jade mentioned about the lightning and stuff like that in the clouds. Man, to your point, Unique, what's going to happen when that light, when there's, there is that possibility of the lightning strike, right? Uh, yeah. Or when you go through those clouds, the turbulence that comes up. We don't have those effects really in the game as of yet where we have that dynamic weather. Maybe you'll fly in some days and it's smooth sailing. Another time when you come in and, man, your ship gets bumped bumped up, maybe even bumped up to the point where you've got damage. Um, so I'm... As far as visual representation, you, you, you still have the, the, the stars and the moon or the um, or the sun and, and, and the moon to, for, for, to help you with something, but not, not a lot as far as like But it doesn't, it doesn't help you with terrain navigation. That's what I'm talking right. about, right? I'm saying you mm-hmm. don't know what whether you're above something or below it, you know, especially on a planetary scale. It's, it's, it's very difficult when you have that level of cloud cover and you will need some form of instrumentation to help you. Can you imagine trying to drop a, apply an A2 and dropping a bomb? Yeah, you this? would. Yeah, that's why, but that's why I said you need instrumentation. That's exactly why you need right. it because you may not have the perfect weather condition to see a target. So you will need it. What were you going to say unique about the weather? 
I'm saying the aviator's motto when I was working for Boeing for 20 years was this plane will take you all the way to the crash site. Guaranteed. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can get there. Yeah. If you can get there. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'd like us to have some instrument flight rules. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. More, IFR. Oh, you know, absolutely. Instrumentation for navigating. Like, you better have something. Yeah. yeah Radar absolutely. instrumentation. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, I will say beacons, they, yeah. they added that ping. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yes. you can you can ping the ground through mm -hmm. the clouds and yep, see, that, and see the terrain. Yep. And it makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. But imagine coming in at night in a storm like that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. You know, I, I mean, that to be funny. For those of you who've flown into Orison at nighttime, it ain't no joke. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so imagine if you've got this level of cloud cover and you're trying to come in someplace, you better have something, like you said, you'd be pinging like crazy. But hey, what's the trade-off to pinging yourself, right, Jade? Right? You ping you yourself too much. You give yourself away. You give yourself away, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Go back up to a, a station. Pros and cons. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wait. Yeah, And there may be those times where weather is so bad that you just have to abort. You can't do it. Yeah, just uh, call it off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, let's check out this next sequence. And uh, this one they're talking about, this is the landing. So James Cameron, who's doing the the, the run through, yes, that is his name. Um, he will be taking us down to the outpost. Uh, the goal for us is to basically make 50 of these, whether they're inhabited or derelicts or, or even um, basically inhabited by a, a, a farmer or inhabited by a gang. So, the goal is to have these act as different factions and so that you can develop different rep associated with them. Um, and you can start seeing how big these outposts uh, stretch to with the, the comms tower that's behind us. And then even some of the AA turrets that you'll actually see up close and personal. Okay, um, we move from the clouds into this scene here. I'll start with you, Fast Cart, this time. Um, different type of terrain than what we've seen in the game so far. What do you think about what we're seeing right now? It's mostly flat and less rocks, and it's easier to land. I'm looking forward to it because I'm terrible at landing. But this is this look like um, flat base and good landing zones all the way, so it should, should, should be um, easier to land. Other than that, uh, we didn't get a chance to see the homestead that's coming up, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. Mm -hmm. Jade, you talked about reputation. Did you hear that? He said he wants to put at least 50 of those zones in Pyro? Yeah. <laughs> Any so, thoughts? I mean, 50... Of which zones exactly? He said they want to put fifty of these type of these, these, these type of zones, oh, landing zones. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, landing like uh, outposts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I I love that, and you know because there are various boring gangs, factions. Mm -hmm. Um, you know maybe part of the planet is is one group, and then another part's another, mm -hmm. and um, you know building reputation with them. I, I do want to push back on one thing. Um, Fastcart said is. It looks like it's flat from the air, but, <laughs> but when you get down to the surface, you find there are a bunch of rocks, but they're covered with moss. Mm -hmm. That yellow stuff is moss uh, and, and yep. grasses. Okay. Yep. And if you go back to the CitizenCon 2019 uh, video that they did on planetary tech, um, 
I can't remember her name, but she she walked through like the their whole process of how they came up with um, the the grasses. Oh and, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So yeah. it's a good rewatch if uh, anybody's really interested in Pyro Three. Yeah, yeah. Unique. He mentioned not only about fifty of these locations, but he says sometimes it might be farmers, sometimes it might be a gang. Um, I don't know. Do you think uh, how will we find this kind of stuff? I mean. Is there a way to fly in and not worry about getting shot out of the sky or is it going to be a matter of taking a chance? What do you think? Oh, there's <laughs> no chance. There's nothing but taking a chance all through Pyro, I believe. Mm -hmm. So there's two sides to every coin, right? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't matter. If you get reputation with somebody, then you're losing reputation with somebody else. And with like 50, possibly 50 different factions of reputation, you're never going to get along with everybody. So you're going to have to put in some effort to get some intel, mm. maybe paying some spies or something to give you some info before mm. you really decide to go from this spot A over to spot C, mm -hmm. you know, and, and figure out what they're doing. Or you might have to go outside of Pyro mm -hmm. or out to the outskirts and do some missions to get certain levels of reputation before you go. Even get in there. Yeah. Yeah. If you blindly go, I'm pretty sure you're just going to get shot. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I don't have Jade's optimism. Of well, goodness. Oh, I, I'm very optimistic about Pyra. I think if you go there with something to offer, specific faction, you, you're not going to get shot by them. And, you know, that's the, part of the game. Okay, Jade. So being a target is something to offer. But... <laughs> yeah, be, being a target for another faction. Like for another faction. If, they, if, if they develop the, the things that they're talking about where you'll be able to side with a faction like they were talking about, um, with Xenothreat mm -hmm. and you build reputation and eventually they will they will defend you so yeah. you know yeah Jade, fun. I, I, do, I, I do have to push back a little bit because there was a Q&A a, a few weeks ago talking about gang colors so if you, if you fly down with the wrong gang colors you, 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 might, you might get a shot out there and so yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, I've been to LA so I'm you know <laughs> I, I'm used to it so. it's a good thing I have an LGBTQ paint scheme yeah Where'd you get that? I can, uh, what? He's listen. He's Jay, pulling your leg, girl. Oh, you know how I am. <laughs> this is why I can't do the other show, the new show, because I, I believe everything exactly people say. Chris Roberts, CR hands me. He's got he's got his personalized cup painted ship. Is what he's trying yeah. to tell us about. Okay, right? yeah, that's what you get for being an early backer, right? Exactly. <laughs> wow, you guys Jay, got we, everything. He's talking we crazy. Drive our buggies in our hangers, and we have yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we okay. know, we know. You ain't saying nothing. <laughs> nothing. Okay, so let's go ahead and go to this next part because we are taking this in sections. And this is where we do a little bit of the walk through the fast cart, which is talking about going into the uh, homestead area. You know, what we're seeing here is first boots on the ground, you know, on Pyro. Uh, I think it looks great, uh, especially in, in, in contrast to what we're seeing here is like actual AI on the train you know, walking about, going about their business. Um, and is that an AA turret there? It is. And radio comms towers and all these other elements that we want to make sure that are interactive for the player and allows them to go and explore or use as, uh, use to their advantage. Um, we want them to be able to interact with these, these different items. Here you can see like uh, various outpost modules, you know, to the right there, we've got the garage unit. You can see the infrastructure on the roof, but this large, beautiful, you know, archway here kind of signifies, you know, the main entrance, the primary entrance to the, the main social module. 
Okay. Um, boots on the ground here, walking through. Give me some thoughts, uh, Jade. I'll start with you this time on what you're seeing comparing development. You know, it looks like that what CIG is going to do is like, you know, when we first came into the Stanton, whenever we got a planet or a moon, it was kind of like, okay, first you got the moon or the planet, then you got maybe a landing zone, then they started adding little things here and there. Here, it looks like they're trying to give us something that's maybe complete, right? You come into an yeah. area that is, we're going to have landing zones. It's not a matter of we have to wait two years for everything to get filled in. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's taking us a little while to get the system. What do you think about what you're seeing here? Differences in the tech, graphics, all that good stuff. Well, you know, right away, I'm struck by um, the architecture. It, it's distinctly different than mm. what we see as far as outposts in Stanton. And I've heard people say, oh, we want outposts like these in Stanton. I, I personally don't. I want each system to feel unique. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like how built up these areas are compared mm -hmm. to, you know, you go to an outpost in Stanton and it's fairly singular, right? Mm -hmm. But this looks like this is lived in you have NPCs walking around outside doing things, and that that big missile launcher mm -hmm. there uh, also tells me something. And I, I think that that really also goes into what we will have with player outposts. You know how you defend them. Um, so having anti-air, you know, missiles at outposts as as, um, as opposed to just having guns. Mm -hmm. That's totally new. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm looking at the fabric tech we were shown years ago that's now in the game, but this is a very extensive use of it, mm -hmm. um, more than we've ever seen, like, and we don't have that at Outpost currently, but mm -hmm. we do have it in other forms in a game like at Orison. True. Um, that's about it. True, very true. Uh, before I get any further, if you guys have any questions that you want to ask about Pyro, uh, there's a little ellipse down at the bottom near the chat box. If you click on that, you can put your questions in there and we're going to have a little Q&A later if you have any questions at all. Uh, Unique, give me some thoughts. Jade mentioned about that AA tower. You talked about coming in the right ship um, and maybe this will be the same type of thing that we'll be able to purchase when we have our own homesteads, when we have our own land, you know, our land areas with our land deeds. Um, do you think, um, well, let me just I'll, just, I'll just say it this way. You mentioned about the fact of when you come to these places that you're going to be taking this risk that, you know, you could come someplace and maybe don't even make it to the ground, right? You might get shot out of the sky, right? Yeah. So like rocket launchers, like when you first saw in this scene, they, mm -hmm. there is a distinct message that says you're not welcome. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, depending on where your reputation is mm -hmm. and their reputation, I'm sure there'll be plenty shoot first, ask questions later kind of thing. <laughs> You know, so if you haven't figured out how to send a message and get an invite to come down landing there, just flying around because you feel like it, mm. probably a really safe, good idea. Mm. You know? Okay. Okay. FC, any thoughts about what you saw here with this uh, walking around? You see, the problem I have with this is that I'm a city boy, see, so I need more amenities than what 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 seems to be offered on, on, on Pyro. I'm like, take me back to terror on some place. Like, uh, I, I need I need air conditioning. I need heating. This don't look this don't look like my jam here. So, <laughs> so you think you'd stay away from places like Pyro, or do you think now you you want to do this whole Banu merchantman trade with everybody thing? You think you you don't think you take the risk? I, I never said everybody. I never said everybody. Well, okay, but you, I need a but port. These guys got call, money. They need stuff. They need stuff. Okay, you know what, so you, you wouldn't take the chance is what you're saying. Uh, Banu might have the stat status with everybody enough to just roll in here and mm -hmm. land in while here in a merchantman. Yeah. They might like, yeah, come on, let's do some uh, trade. Anyway, FC might not. 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I'm but, not Banu. <laughs> but, you know, you, you've got them Banu uh, uh, sleeping jammies, so... <laughs> Well, play the part. I, I like this. I, Jade, you mentioned something about how this looks so distinctively different than what we have. And CIG yeah. is going to have, I can't imagine the monstrosity of the job that they're going to have where right. depending on where they put things, you know, obviously there could be some things that are reminiscent of other things and remind you of other things. But when you get to the point of things that are distinctively different, especially if we're talking about because of a culture or a race, creating these new things whether it's the shape you know we saw it with the ship design right where some ships have hexagonal doors some have round doors some have square doors same thing when it comes to dealing with these homesteads and locations uh some of them will look weather worn some will look like as if they're kept up well some will look you know futuristic some will look very rustic uh i love the fact that this looks so different than so many of the places that we've seen so far well not just the fact we know we talked about the uh the flora aspect of it with the moss and everything but it does just have a different look the way props are used and everything so uh, and not to mention the clouds are beautiful they, they just set a great background behind it as far as i'm concerned so yeah i was so busy looking at the ground i, I forgot to look up into the sky and you know, this is one of the games where you have to look up down and up so yeah i was just gonna add that time that ship looks like it does not belong there Oh, it doesn't look like it to you, really? Yeah, yeah. Who would you want to see? Like, what would you rather see? The... Oriented. No, I just. Oh, oh like I see what you mean. Yeah, new, too, too new modern. Yeah, I see what you mean to the to the setting. Yeah, to the setting. Yeah. Yeah, you probably like if a caterpillar was sitting out there, it probably wouldn't yeah. look too bad. Yeah, <laughs> but well, uh, what were you going to say, Jade? Mm -hmm. I was going to say that, um, yeah, I mean, they, they are going to do architecture from different eras of expansion. Mm -hmm. And the other thing about Pyro is that it gets its name from uh, Pyrotechnic Aglong. Agl oh, I always mess this word up. <laughs> Algamated, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so that company had discovered Pyro or um, you know, became the company in Pyro. Mm -hmm. and I, I assume some of these outposts were like abandoned, um, you know, places that they built that were just like taken over. At least that's what Ruin Station is. So right. I'm just going to go with, go with that unless told otherwise. So mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to have different distinctive eras of architecture. And so, you know, not all ships are necessarily fit in with the architecture where they land, but that's okay because, um, not all ships are for all people. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get different types of folks coming to different for different reasons. In fact, the next sequence we watch is going to lead into that a little bit. Um, I think the other thing too to kind of remember is, you know, if you guys haven't watched those lore makers, please watch them. Because even if some of the inform the the graphics in fact that's that star star map you saw there is still an earlier version of than the one we have now. The one we have now is even more detailed. But the reason why I'm telling you to to watch this is because they will share information about these locations she talked about the danger of being in pyro but she also talked about places that were supposedly stripped of resources but then she would say well it, it mostly she'll say things like that to let you know that no there is still reasons to go here that this system was not completely stripped but and you might find some stuff so go back and listen to the little hint words that she says for each of the planets the asteroid belts all that stuff and i think you may find some lucrative reasons to visit Pyro, right? Because there's obviously some reasons why the lawless people are there um, and they're existing there. Um, there is some danger there. I think I saw Lefty mentioned earlier, and Jade, you may can talk about this better than I can, talking about the solar flares and radiation that exists in the system as well. There are some 
natural dangers, let alone the dangers that happen from the uh, the the NPCs and the players that exist in the area. Jade, you want to talk about that a little bit before right. I go to this next yeah. segment? Yeah. So, like in real life, you know, we we just recently had a um, solar flare event that messed with uh, some of SpaceX's Starlink satellites, mm-hmm. right? So, um, solar flares, the space weather itself is fascinating. I recommend a site called spaceweather.com to any of you that really want to get into this. Um, it's not too sciencey, but it'll teach you a lot of things. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a hazard to be in a system where you have a, a star that's throwing off solar flares that, you know, dwarf anything our sun puts <laughs> out, right? Um, so that gives you a hazard in space itself. And I know a lot of times people say, well, why would you want to go down to a planet? I backed a space game. Well, one of the good things about planets is that they provide a natural uh, somewhat protection against solar flares. That's what atmospheres, thick atmospheres do, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, you you may want to hang out in the middle of nowhere mining um, in, I think it's the Akira cluster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But yeah, you're not, you know, going to want to be out there when a flare happens. You're going to want to find shelter. So find your nearest planet and quantum mm-hmm. to it and then go down and save your ship. Also, and also, here's a news flash. Planets are in space. I don't know if many of you realize this, but, you know, planets are a part of space. So it is a space game. And, yeah, you can't have a space game without planets. <laughs> yes. And, and, and just in regards to the shielded electronics thing, mm-hmm. um, sure. Um, we we could have shielded electronics, uh, Mr. J. Alfred um, Perfok, but I would expect that they would take up more space because, you know, what's the best shielding material we know of, at least today, mm-hmm. is lead, right? Yeah, so that's that you're right. going to add more mass to your ship. Mm-hmm. There's going to be trade-off, right? Yep. Even in real life, there would be a trade-off. And I'm sure in this game, it's all about risk versus reward and trade-offs. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And not just that, like uh, a lot of places, you may have um, cybernetics, like arms and legs. So they may act up during solar flares. They may not be able to run as fast to, to get under cover. So that's interesting. Yeah, we've talked about whether or not cybernetics will be affected by EMP, weather, whatever the case may be. Well, we'll have to find out. Let's look at yeah. this last section here, and this is on the bazaar. We could say, hey, some... What is that sure. ship that builds stations? Pioneer? Pioneer. Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, the... one of the ones I got. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if okay. we have a choice for architecture types. That would be interesting. You know, we've, yeah, we've been Probably. really curious to see if they're going to do like that a blueprints cool. kind of thing and you can yeah, buy so blueprints and build based upon mm-hmm. where you're at. That would be know? very cool if they do that. Absolutely. I hope so. Yeah. I hope they do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the bazaar, the uh, trade trading post area, I should say. At least it's supposed to be. There we go. Uh-huh. I think the airlocks look great. You know, fits in with the art style beautifully. The team did a great job on this. And then uh, we've seen the concept art previously in the day, and then, you know, here you can see it translated uh, in-game. I think it absolutely looks fantastic. You know, uh, the radial forms, you know, is, is quite, uh, quite special to this art style. Uh, and you can see the, how that, that complements these archways that lead into other areas of the outpost. So it, with the AI, we want to make sure that it's living, it's breathing. Um, if you look back a little bit, there was a chef actually cooking. Um, there's security guards here to make sure that they're actually protecting their investments, protecting their home. 
uh, from strangers, and then, uh, but you have good rep with them, and uh, so they allow you to kind of enter into certain areas that you, the other players wouldn't be able to enter into. We also got a, a quick shot at the uh, the loadout that James is playing. So it's a female loadout, but it's also showing the um, the backpack, uh, which is new. Also, they want some of the new hair as well, which is rendering much nicer. All right, Jade, I hope you heard that. The new hair. The I new hope you hair. Heard that. I hope you heard uh, that. <laughs> okay. Like I said, you know, uh, I'm all about the new hair as long as we can uh, get, you know, Tesha Pacheco's uh, hair, Those you know, as well yeah. as, um, you know, get, get high top fades, get dreads, get, um, you know, cornrows, all kinds of other kinds of hair then yep. I, I love that with well, the new hair when they bring it in if, just a little bit if they bring it in mm -hmm. um and just build it out like you know with the game itself well that's what um, i'm hoping because they mentioned it here yeah. so that means they're they, it's coming which is good <laughs> and and we're, we're not just getting new hair we're getting moist moist eyes too so don't, don't forget about oh about we that. already got the moist eyes <laughs> <laughs> um uh unique uh Speaking of unique, what do you think about these designs in comparison to like the modules that we've been getting so far? Uh, this is the first time we're getting to see some really nice aspects of, you know, finished aspects of the uh, interiors. Uh, what are your feelings about this as far as, oh, Coffee Gaming, thank you for the resub. Thank you, thank you. Double D, double D, sorry, double D Turtle, Big Buck Hunter, and Harmonica44. Thank you all for the follows. Go ahead, Unique, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, I love the fact, I mean, like the wall texture here, more, I don't know what you call it, stucco or something mm -hmm. like that, more from the ground of the planet and mm -hmm. built out, made, you know, yeah. um, local materials kind of thing. Not as so manufactured. Able to, yeah, mm -hmm. not, you know, squared manufactured, just metal, mm -hmm. you know, painted, spray painted kind of things. So I'm liking that quite a bit, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, and I hope we see much more diversity in that way. Yeah, and yeah. move across other planets. Yeah. What? I'm sorry, I, I, I thought you were down. You were holding something on the screen. I couldn't see it. What was it you were holding up? You didn't see organic it? raisins. Oh, okay. I see it now. Thank you. I yeah. got it. What, you thought he was showing a badge to get in the building or something? What, what did you know what he was showing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I, was <laughs> I was staring at it myself when I first started open. It's just one of those random snacks in the house. I'm like, why do we oh. have no, go, go ahead. Sorry about that. <laughs> no How much problem. did I pay for organic raisins? No oh problem. <laughs> FC, what did you think about these the settings here? That we've been seeing clips of props and stuff for a little while. What do you think of what they've done with this for Pyro? It looked good. I mean... I, they, they wouldn't have been able to do this five years ago, maybe even three years ago. So they're, te they're, they're definitely working on the tools and technology to get this stuff done. And um, a lot of this stuff is going to be um, done at um, Traveling in, in Canada, I believe, right? So for, the, for the new planets and, and everything. Mm -hmm. So they're definitely coming along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have several of those teams. Um, Turbulent in Montreal is just one of them. They also have a new EU team that mm -hmm. does the uh, landing zones and planetary stuff. So they have three teams total that work on uh, systems, it's not yeah. just Montreal. Yeah. Jay, I was going to ask you, so, do you think that when we get this stuff that we are, I know we've been talking about this implementation of uh, quantum, right? Yeah. And, and we know that we've just got our first steps into it uh, this year and it's being implemented now in 317. They've confirmed that to us to let us know that they're beginning to bring this in. 
And do you think this is kind of leading into this whole thing that when we get Pyro, the AI, as we saw here, she wanted to walk in one area and the AI raised his hand and said, no, you know, you can't come back here. Do you think that uh, AI will be start becoming, you know, we got the bartender now, become even more responsive now once we start getting to this point? Yes, and I believe on the roadmap, I wish Jake was here, but I believe on the roadmap, there was also a thing about um, like areas that are restricted that you, you know, are basically locked out of in, unless you have like the bright reputation or, mm -hmm. um, you know, the the yeah the right reputation so that door back there might be something where if you had a higher reputation with them you could pass you know he wouldn't tell you to stop you could pass through there and go into whatever was behind that door mm -hmm. um so yeah I do, I do think that as well as you know Aquana um making the whole goods trading of, of goods um mm -hmm much more dynamic and having prices fluctuate in a system like Pyro, mm -hmm. where you don't have huge manufacturing like in Stanton, I expect that goods there will probably mm -hmm. uh, fetch a higher price mm -hmm. than you would get for them in Stanton. Mm -hmm. So yeah, quantum is going to be a big, big part of, um, by the time you know we get Pyro, whatever that is, um, I'm sure they will have expanded beyond where they are in 317 now. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, Listen, yeah. before we move on, I just want to say that so we talk about fight landing Holstead and, and the trading outpost, which is only here. You're missing one last thing, the shootout. So I'm like, I'm going I'm, I'm to, if, if, I, if I go to Pyro and go to a place like this, I'm going to wind up with a t-shirt that said, I went to Pyro and all I got was this lousy t-shirt and a bullet to the knee. <laughs> okay. Well, the shootout, it's, it's interesting because when they did this demonstration, uh, we didn't see anything like that happen. All we did see was the character land, walk around a little bit, was told that you can't come back here, but then she found another way to get into the homestead, into the back area. Uh, she went in and basically stole some information that was in a safe. Um, and then th there was one scenario that they showed us for, for when they were showing how to do hacking. They also showed us another scenario where she went to the trade post and wanted to get this artifact that popped up and basically shot up the place right um and so i'm nobody kinda, left alive yeah nobody was left alive well and and i don't think she survived either for that matter on that particular one um but i am kind of curious to see how reputation is going to play out uh what happens when like for example evidently the reputation was good when she came in but once she proceeded to steal the item obviously her reputation went into the negatives Reload, thank you so much for the resubscribe. Thank you. And King Canadian, thank you for the follow. So I am curious to see, you know, if you decide to take do some act like that, you know, uh, you know, obviously you have to build up your reputation to even get there. Maybe the rumor was that this brand new artifact was there, right? So now you got to spend time just to be able to build up enough reputation. Because like Unique said, if your reputation ain't good, you ain't going to be able to put your ship down, you know? So evidently, she knew that she had to have a certain reputation to get in. Once she got in, she was willing to sacrifice that reputation by killing the people that were there to get this particular artifact. So, yeah, but right here, she doesn't have enough to get past that guard. Right, to get past right. the guard. Right, so she, she snuck around. put a bullet in his face. Yeah, right, she went around. <laughs> I think she went outside. She went back, and there was another entrance that she snuck in. In fact, yeah. she, 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 she subdued somebody. And if you remember, she changed her clothes. And when she changed yeah. her clothes, that was what allowed her to go further in. So... You know, I'm really curious to see how things like that, you know, changing your garments, 
reputation and everything, how we have to put those pieces together so that we can go further. Because, you know, if you didn't know that if you go back there and knock somebody out and change their clothes, you could get further. You may say, oh, I can't go any further, you know. Yeah, it'll be constant puzzle. Yes. It That's what reputation brings. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Very good stuff. Okay. Let's uh let's jump back for a second. And uh let's talk about something that we did else we saw at Citizen Kind last year that was tied to Pyro. Most of you all know that uh last year uh, we always look forward to when Citizen Kind comes that there's a piece that's done by Jax McCleary. <clears throat> and Jax McCleary this year uh, didn't do like a, a video every day. It was like every other day. I think there were four videos that were put out all together. But in the final video, uh, with the Misc Odyssey coming out, uh, he goes with Jimmy and we're going to see this in the video, talks to Jimmy about exploration and what it means to explore. So let's take a quick look at that video. And then we're going to come back and talk about, I'm going to present a question to the panel and then we'll go with it from there. Dare to fly. I think I still need to do some serious soul-searching, Jimmy. There it is. The Odyssey. This ship is something else, huh? I mean, supposedly, it basically becomes your own personal space station. Imagine just taking this thing out as far as you can, dropping anchor and just living. I mean, that's it, Jimmy. The Whitley's just got their hands on an Odyssey prototype. I'm sure they wouldn't mind if I borrowed it, you know, for a little sabbatical someplace, I don't know, like the pyro system, or someplace like that. I mean, someplace where no one will bother me. I, I need to get my head straight before next season. If I even make it back, that is. <laughs> okay, everything is looking good. This is it. I'll miss you too, Jimmy. But don't wait up for me, mate. Okay, so here's the question I want to ask the panel. I'll start with Unique, and then I'll go to Jade, and then I'll go to Fastcart. The question is, was Jax trying to tell us something as he closed out Citizen Kind by flying off into what we can tell? And as he mentions... Pyro. Unique, give me some thoughts. He's trying to tell you two things. The first is, I stole this ship. Stole I'm going to say. And the second one is, he knows the secret identity of Jimmy, and I think it's Chris Rucker. <laughs> that would be funny. Wouldn't that be amazing if they pulled that helmet off be, and it right? was Chris It'd Roberts? Be, that would be hilarious. Yeah. That would the be the best. That would be too good. That would be too good. Best April Fool's joke ever. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very So yeah, I tried to say that, hey, you know, Pyro's coming soon. Mm. Be on the lookout. Mm. And yeah, he definitely stole that ship, though. Okay. <laughs> Somebody sounds is buzzing out there. It might have been unique. unique. Yeah, unique you move so it's static in your audio. Um, let me go to Jade next. Let's see. If I can meet him. Yeah, you got something got moved. Try to get me. Are you wireless? There you go. There you go. So citizens was just hit by one of those X-class flares. Yeah, the flares. Yeah, the flares. I was thinking the flare messed us up. The flare. Uh, Jade, what are you, any thoughts on this with Jax? Was he trying yeah, to tell I'm us? 
I agree with Unique. I think that that ship was stolen by Jax, which is why he'd want to get away to somewhere it wasn't, you know, where he wasn't trackable. Um, if I were him, I would definitely, you know, try and get myself uh, to one of the moons of Pyro 5, the big gas giant. Um, you know, it's a lot, lot harder. We've seen in sci-fi to find people down on some random moon of a gas giant. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that CIG was trying to tell us this is the beginning of the the road to Pyra. They didn't coin it in that moment, but that I think began the the road to Pyra. Okay, FC, what about you? Yeah, I agree. I kind of agree with Unique. She, she stole my joke. I, I was going to say that he stole the ship, but I was, I was going to say that he was able to get a brand new ship for like w without without much black, because he, he had that much pull. But I mean, he was able to. Uh, that, I mean, look, it's just a hologram in, sitting in there, but he was able to get a physical ship prototype or whatever mm -hmm. and, 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 fl and fly it to the, to the wormhole or the, 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 the quantum gate. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that the message that they're trying to send, send was power is soon, TM. Yeah. Okay. And, and you have to have the TM on, on, on that soon. Okay. I'm gonna... I mean, he did go through a midlife crisis during th that last, you know, <laughs> yeah. thing. So maybe yeah, he decided that, line. yeah, it was time to rebel and steal a ship. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out and say that a year ago in November. Where's the static coming from? One more you're still, you're still good having an audio problem. I'm yeah, unique it's, it's coming through your mic, whatever it is. Okay, there we go. Um I will say this. Um my prediction is Jax will be back at Citizen Con and take us to Pyro. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that that's going to be the highlight of him returning and saying, this is how you get there. Now, whether it's a reveal, whether it's, remember the old days, Unique was around. Jade, I don't know if you were, were you ever, yeah, Jade, you were around back in the days when we used to have Citizen Con and they would announce they dropped the patch that day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Mm. Imagine if they did that at Citizen Con this year, right? That, and you could go oh, to Pyro okay. today. I mean, that would be amazing. But. I do believe it, 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 it was always that, well, that one last thing at, at the end. Yeah, the one last thing. Yeah, the one last thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't Jared do it at the last one? Well, they where did he's it like one year. Thirty k. Right, right. Well, they did it one year, and everybody <laughs> left. They stopped watching Citizen Con to go load, <laughs> load the game. Um, but um, I think that that's going to be the thing that when he is going to come back at Citizen Con and show us the way to Pyro, uh, whether it's the fact that he shows us what he saw or whether or not they let us know that Pyro will be available in, you know, 4.0 next quarter, something like that. Uh, Unique, your audio is totally gone. Yeah, we're not hearing you. We're not hearing you. Yeah. Try, is it, yeah, I don't know you what's put, going you, on. You got you the extended for, antenna? For, for are you got the extended again. antenna? Hang on, Fastcart. You got the extended antenna that comes out? Yeah, it's, it's shorting out for some reason. Yeah. Nope. 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 Okay, we lost. We lost Unique's audio. Rats. Um, I forget what I was gonna say. Huh. Okay, I think I just made my prediction. He's gonna see if he can get some other audio running here while he's doing that. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's my prediction that Jax is gonna gonna, gonna lead us back. Um, 
Any other thoughts? And, 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 that, and, and that's a reasonable prediction. It, I think that's what TIG was hoping for mm-hmm. um, at, at the end of CitizenCon last year. I don't know if that's going to be feasible or I don't know if they're going to make make it make the deadline unless they're like first citizen come back, which I don't see them doing. But well, yeah, I, don't I don't think know if they I don't think they want to do it last year. I'm, all I'm saying is that I don't think they would have put this out if they didn't know that they that, that they could have Pyro ready by next citizen con. You know what I'm saying? Because because this is Jax is too much of a you know what I mean? He's too much of a fixture of citizen con. Right. And to be right. honest with you, we can't have we can't even have Citizen Con without Jax now because he's the staple right. every year. So if he doesn't come back, there's some real issues there <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you know. So I think us seeing him leave for a year and come back next year gives some time for some story. You know, whether it's just the fact that he tells us what he saw or if it's the fact that he announces that Pyro has been... I've been able to go in and you can go there too, kind of thing, which would be very cool. I know I'm putting my neck on the line, y'all. I know that, but that's- uh, <laughs> No, I'm, not really, not for. really. But okay. I, I, it, you have optimism that a few of us don't have for the network. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. oh, wow. I'm like, I thought- Hang on a second, Jay. Unique, you're looping through with something. I don't know if you got speakers on or something, but- Yeah, yeah when we're talking, it's coming through. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's looping like that. He was sound was fine for a while, then he got up and yeah, moved. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, but th- this may be very controversial, but mm-hmm. um, I kind of hope that you're right, Griff, but I hope mm-hmm. what happens is that, you know, he gets the pyro and he starts like a farm on pyro. <laughs> Uh, three mm-hmm. and we don't see him come back oh but there's something else new like you know i want a new personality mm-hmm. for for uh for those uh for ie because okay. i i think they've sort i think they kind of hit it they kind of done everything they could do with jacks in a lot of ways i agree well let me can yeah, I, can this I definitely you? like a this could definitely like 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 the end the end of a end of a storyline for for Jack and yeah. like it might be it might have someone new. Could I, be where he rides off into the sunset that way. But let me give you my part two that I wasn't gonna say till later, Jade. But since you raised the bar, I'm gonna raise the bar on you a little bit. Okay. Not only is he gonna come back and say this is the way to go to Pyro, the Misk Odyssey is gonna be up for sale and ready then too. Ooh. Oh my goodness! How you like See, this apples? is how the hype gets started, Griff. <laughs> I'm gonna blame you. I know we start rumors. We start rumors on this show all the time, right? I know we start rumors on this show all the time. But I'm I'm trying to look at it from the business marketing, ooh, you know, side of it. I'm not saying that it will, but I'm saying imagine if they do though. If they were to do that, if they brought Jax back, Jax comes back, and Odysseys are available, and you can go to Pyro. Oh my God! Imagine what would happen. The biggest fundraising month they had. Ever. It would be stupid, right? It would be yeah. stupid. So y'all call me stupid. All right, don't call CIG stupid. But that's what I'm not I'm, calling you stupid. I hope for. you're right, but I know that you're wrong. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Unique, are you back? I see you sitting here. You still? Yeah. There we go. There we got you. you. Go. We got you. I don't know. I just changed my audio. Okay. You're good. Okay. You're good. So was there something you were going to share? Oh, I was saying, what if Jax was selling the jump map? Ooh. Mm. How about yeah. that? The first map ever in the game to be sold. That would be interesting. But I like your twist on it. Uh, yeah. Well, we can, we can, we can, we can always dream, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very cool. Do we have any questions in the Q and A? We don't have any questions in the Q and A, which I'm really, oh, really yeah. surprised yeah. about. Yeah. Cl- cl- click on the clip, folks, and um, and you just talking to, to ask a question. Yeah. If you guys, if you have any questions, if you don't have any questions, that's fine. Um. 
I was trying to say, uh, was there anything else about Pyro that we wanted to talk about? Is there anything that you guys want to share or that we haven't talked about about Pyro? Yeah, I think the big sleeper of Pyro, the Pyro system is going to be Pyro 4. I'm sorry, Pyro, mm, Pyro 5. Pyro 5, mm -hmm. um, yeah. The massive um, gas giant. Mm -hmm. And they showed us, oh, I wish I, wish the moon, I had, the moons, like, right? yeah, I wish I had the, the link to the video, but they, sh they showed us you know, the moons of it. I can go back to and, it. Yeah, it's going to be, I think, a good place um, for people that want to go out and do mining because mm -hmm. uh, everybody's going to be attracted to Ruin Station. They're going to be attracted to, um, you know, obviously Pyro 3. But I think, you know, if, you just, if you're one of those people that just wants to get away from it all, go out with your prospector or with your crew and your mole and, and do some surface mining. I think those moons might be... Um, Th those moons might be, you know, the, the place that you want to be, because like Sherry said, even though um, it's been, you know, mostly mined, um, it hasn't been completely. And th there's things that they probably missed in their survey. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, go back, find out. Yeah, it's good fishing. stuff. I want to find some fishing spots. <laughs> you got to go to Pyro for fishing? <laughs> Yep. Yeah, good luck on that. Oh my God. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't that's know pretty about bold. that. Reel in some lava fish. That's some already lava fish. fish. <laughs> already cooked, man. Uh, some lava uh, fish. Uh, are okay. they going to be spicy uh, or just hot temperature wise? That's funny. Lava fish. All right, we, we do have uh, a couple of questions. So why don't we go ahead and cover those? One of them is a question that came in from Olefty. And his question was, what ship will you be taking into Pyro first and why? Uh, let me go with fast card on this one first. FC, what, uh, what ship are you going to take into Pyro and why? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to take my own ship. I'll probably, just, I'll probably fly on someone else's ship that's really well armored and really protected within that, you know, like, you know, a, a, a good sized fleet. So whatever ship someone else will, will, will let me on, I'll, I'll probably take. If it were just me, I would take something cheap, like like an or something disposable. <laughs> so I, something I don't want to lose. <laughs> okay. Jade, how about you? What's going to be your ship that you're going to take the first time you go to Pyro? Well, I'm going to probably definitely be looking at uh, fuel economy. Okay. Um, yeah. So, because, you know, you could take that Aurora into Pyro, but I hope you have a friend with a uh, Starfare. <laughs> I have one, but yeah. Um, right. So I'd probably want to take, I'd probably want to take like a 600i Explorer mm. or maybe a Carrick with a crew. Mm. Um, or, hey make some money go take a star fair with a you know with a crew and um try your try your luck if, mm. if you're want to live on the dangerous side make some money okay okay unique how about you any ship in mind that you go in the first time you go to pyro uh i'm probably gonna borrow your eight jump <laughs> oh, he said he'll probably borrow my 890 jump oh okay <laughs> That thing for a bit. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen, my friend. I don't. I don't think. Oh my god! I don't... Well, unique. You, you, you don't. You don't. You don't have to just borrow. You can take it without asking, and then yeah. ask for forgiveness oh, like, like, later but when it gets blown up. The, you gotta kind of balance it too. Like uh, I saw how the jump holes had certain max size of the ships. Yeah. You know what kind of ship you can take in there yet? The size. Well, it, it does. It, it does depend on the, the the jump point, the size of it. But uh, yeah. so, I mean, if I can take my Idris, I might roll in with that. Mm. Mm. You think the Idris will be available in, in PU by then? I don't know. 
<laughs> it, it needs to be available by the time I jump into Pyro. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Uh, but Griff uh, has his 890, so we can roll. Well, we can either, for me, I, I'm going to go with Jade. I'll either go with a, a, some type of exploration ship of some type. The, I, which one, I don't know. I might be satisfied enough just to go in with something like a uh, a Constellation. Um, uh, B15P. No, no. I'd, I'd probably go in with a few people with a Connie. What's the thing called? Um Aquila, Aquila, okay, yeah. yeah, that might be good. I, I might take something like that in, you know, small crew, go in, feel fairly safe, some decent gas mileage, um, and and see what happens after that. It's kind of a scary thing. Um, yeah, maybe the misc. Uh, which one? Missile launcher. Oh yeah, somebody else mentioned that oh, in the chat. The freelancer take yeah. the freelance freelancer miss. Some people said that. Oh, freelancer miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the miss. missiles on. Yeah. Secondary set of missiles. The miss of the dur. Yeah, the dur is another one. Yeah, guys, and we are looking for the re- reworking on the rest of those freelancers. So a lot of um a lot of uh placeholders and stuff in there that they haven't gotten those ships done yet. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Well, that was the only question we had. Evidently, people are pretty satisfied with what we shared with them. Um, there's a lot, a lot of information out there with, with Pyro, but hopefully what we did share with you guys was helpful. And hopefully the videos that we showed you kind of bring some things back to remembrance for those of you who saw it at CitizenCon last year. And for those of you who maybe never saw the footage that they've shown us, we tried to compile it all. At the very end of the show tonight, before we leave out, we're going to show another video. But before we get to that, uh, we want to cover a couple of things. Uh, one of them is we had our virtual bar citizen, our first one for 2020 on yesterday. Fast cart, why don't you talk a little bit about, uh, the bar citizen? Yeah, we had a, a lot of fun. It was nine hours. We started around 4 p.m. Eastern and we ended at, at around 1 a.m. Eastern. Uh, oh yeah, that, that's a picture that the Griffin fights together with, with our, on our pictures. Wait a, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why would you sit there and tell everybody that it's a picture that I spliced together? You gave away all the magic. Told me to talk about it. I'm not talking talk about, about it. Okay? Don't talk about my mechanics. Talk about don't talk it. about my mechanics of putting it together. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I wanted to. I wanted to give you props <laughs> for doing it. Okay, because I, I, I put together a picture. Yours is much better than mine. That's, that's, okay. that's what I'm saying. I'm just that's giving you a hard time. Go ahead. <laughs> I know, but uh, yeah. So, so it, it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful, grateful. No one, no one brought up PVP this time. Uh, you know, but there was a second where we, we, we talked. About like 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 an hour about food, and I was like, yeah, okay, food, got to make me hungry. And I, it, since, since I'm one of the moderators, I felt I, I, I only took like one break in, in, in that entire nine hours. So I was hungry by the time we ended, but <laughs> it, it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun and a lot of good information uh, from some of the people from CIG that um, showed up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to take I want to take thank Dilo or Tyler Wickens, uh, Jake Acapella, Jake Bradley, and Disco Lando, um, Jared Huckabee for stopping by, and probably uh, if there were other CIG types who who, who stopped by with that I missed. Thank you, thank you all too. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, and thank you, um, Dilo for dropping, for allowing us to give away two whole A's. So mm-hmm. that, that's another reason to drop by these events, because you may, may be able to, get, to, to pick up an, a, a shiny ship. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Thank and you. Thank you for you the sub, sub. Ice-T. Ice-T. Thank you. Thank you. Matt Style, thank you for the 300 bits. Yeah, 300 bits. Thank you so wow. much for that. We appreciate it. Yeah. And Reload, also resubscribe. Thanks, Reload. Reload was there yesterday. 
and uh yeah we had a good time um and, yeah. we're, and we're thinking about another another um bus citizen after invictus so stay tuned for details yeah absolutely 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 um let's see we are going to do our giveaway we told you guys at the beginning that we were going to be giving away a whole c and so we are going to uh get ready to do that now uh let's see we're going to make the the secret phrase uh let's see what do we want to make this middle name there you go what is it going to be unique's middle name unique's middle name no nobody's going to remember unique's middle name that's not nobody even knows it i know i know guys we're going to do um uh the word is going to be exclamation point hall c one word exclamation point hall c put that into the chat if you are interested in a hall c um you know while they're while they're doing that let me look up with this i don't know what the insurance is on this thing so i don't it's not with lti i I, I could probably i could probably make a make a lti whole c i i said that but you can make one that i i I think so i I, i'll check after the show okay i'll tell you what i tell you what gang here's the deal if fc is able to build one through, through ccu We'll give you the LTI version of it. Okay, that much I can tell you. If for some reason he can't, then the version we're going to give you, and forgive me because I, sh- I I didn't log into my account earlier so I could remember what this thing was. I, can, it'll, I guarantee it'll have less than that. Old and crate. <laughs> yeah, it'll be less than LTI. <laughs> but you will get a free ride on Griff's 890 jump. Oh my god, don't don't tell them. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. When I take uh, it into Cairo, you can come with me. Oh god, here we go. Mm. All right, we got a lot of stuff. Ooh, we got a lot of stuff over here. Okay, this one has Ugh, four years of insurance. Four years. So you have four years bad. to make your money. Oh, no, but it's not bad, but it's free. Four years of insurance. Okay. And if it's we can slightly if we, less time than it took to make the game. Yes, but if we can do the LTI one, we will send you guys the LTI one. So just kind of don't hold our word to it. If we don't have it in LTI, yeah, four years, then it'll be the four year. Four years and forever. There you go. Something like that. Okay. Something. All right. So if everybody's in, hopefully you guys are all in. And once again, exclamation point hull C. We are going to do that giveaway. Oh, and citizen, uh, hosts are not, are not eligible. Colossal. Yeah, <laughs> they already know the scoop. You know, Colossal going to put his name in any old way just to be funny. All right, so here we go, gang. We're going to do it. On the countdown, five, four, three, two, and one. And it goes to Cataclysm. Cataclysm DM. Cataclysm. Cataclysm, are you still there? I saw your name pass by a couple seconds ago. So hopefully you're still there. There we go. Yeah, Cataclysm's like, what? (laughs) What? What? You got to be kidding. Yeah, Cataclysm. Congratulations. Awesome sauce. You'll be ready for 318 (laughs) when the whole C comes out. So you'll be be all set and ready to go, which is awesome. You get a whole A in Tillman. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. But don't don't say three eighteen. Say three eighteen point X. Yeah, point X. There you go. There you go. You're absolutely right about that. Fly the whole A for a while. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we know Admiral Kusanagi is always rigged. We know. We know. That that's we got another question. We do. Okay, we do have another question. Yeah. Um, It says, "What are your thoughts on resource management feature that includes managing outpost resources?" and any potential gameplay in Pyro. That's from Abyss. One in, one four in, 14 in, one in, 14 in, oh, Abyss. 
Abyssinian. 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 Got it. Thank you. Abyssinian. <laughs> okay. Anybody got any thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on resource management features that include managing outposts resources? No, it took me all my brain processing power to figure out Abyssinian's name. So yeah, I had that. to start spelling yeah. after yeah. I read it. I went over the numbers. I said, okay, they're trying to tell us something. Yeah, they're trying to give us something cryptic. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the resource... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, go ahead. Well, you need to go ahead. Oh, I think it falls under logistics, right? So, I mean, you're going to have to... Anything you don't have, fuel and food, if you can't grow it or until you can grow it, you're going to have to have that logistical chain. Mm -hmm. Like any sort of military, you got to have a schedule, bring it in, uh, the risk of it getting jacked by some pirates somewhere along the line, mm -hmm. random explosions on ships, so, uh, random cost of fuel, stuff like that. Um, so you'd have to be able to get it local or have it shipped in you to, be, to uh, build shelters, survive, move around, mm -hmm. continue to explore, stuff like that, defend yourself. You know, every time you burn a missile, you're going to have to replace it. Okay. So uh, that should be a fun part of the game. Okay. FC, what about you? What were you going to say? I'm just going to make a bad joke. You can take it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm looking forward to to resource management logistically, like Unique like said, but uh, I think between now and then, resource management is going to change, like, a lot because they're not going to drill down and have, like, an official version of what's going to be in game for a while, so it's it's to be to be seen. Put it that way. Okay. Okay. Jay. Yes. So if you go to an outpost uh, currently in Stanton, there's a a place for a power cell, and I know that CIG at one point mentioned that you know that'll be something that will have to be replenished. Those will be consumables that maybe you have to. Uh, deliver one and, you know, restore power in it. So I know that we'll have a much more extensive resource management on board ships probably before we have them for outposts, mm -hmm. but I expect for outposts, it'll be something really simple like, okay, your outpost has run out of power. You need to go get you know, X number of power cells mm -hmm. to, to power it up, or you need to have them in storage somewhere on your outpost to keep it powered. And then I think it'll it'll probably go into things like, you know, water. Um, because, you know, if you have water, you can electrolyze it. Now you have fuel and you have air. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, the fuel will be used to power your outpost. The water will be, you'll have drinkable water right there at your outpost. Stuff like that. I think that's that's kind of what I'm looking for. My hopes for resource management. Mm -hmm. CIG may have other ideas. We just don't know yet yeah. for, for outposts. I think that the hints that we've seen have been what we've seen come from the prop team. We've seen, as you mentioned, reactors, generators, solar panels, water tanks. We've seen all those things being built out. And, and as we always say on this show, Chris Roberts is notorious for if you put something in the game, for the most part, he wants to have purpose and it's not just set decoration. So like Jay was just saying, those things such as water, uh, whether you're located near a, a, a source of water. Krakazad, thank you so much as always. Thank you, thank you. And Buster Nation and Chris Dian, thank you also for the follows. Um, I think that those things are going to be utilized and we might find out that this may become the reason for these other types of ships that we have that are transport. I mean, we've been so focused on trade and dealing with things like boxes and minerals, but what happens when you need to take that starfare to deliver water or you need to take it to deliver some type of agricultural needs or natural things for such as, you know, gas and things like that. We don't know. 
But I think that the fact that they're building those things and we've seen them structure them at the homesteads and outposts means that as the question was about what do you need to be able to manage? I think those, just like you think about those things when you're boarding your ship, you're going to be thinking about those same things at your homestead. So hopefully that's the direction we will see them go. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. I, 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 a lot of people think that if you have a pioneer, you, you, you can just build a homestead and, and, and you're good to go. But no, there's going to be a lot more to put into it after you finish building. Yeah. Yeah. And we have those comp boards that we find in loot, you know, boxes or loot crates or whatever now. Um, you know, maybe those will be something that you also need in order to power the computers that keep your outposts running. So mm. there, there's things that are already in the game that can kind of point towards where they might go with it. So mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. That's good stuff. Yeah. Shimpasta asked a quick question. Shimpasta, I'm going to answer this real quick for you. Uh, it says, when a user bed logs on a ship, will the ship run out of resources such as air? The answer to that is no. What CIG has told us is that ships will be specced out to be able to provide a certain amount of oxygen for a certain amount of people for the ship. So in other words, if they tell you that it has a max crew of four, then that means that for oxygen's sake and in the in life support systems of the ship, it can accommodate that. If you decide to put 10 on the ship, then over time, that oxygen will start to become carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide, sorry. And you will run out of oxygen eventually. So the ships will be structured that way. That kind of helps avoid the whole clown car scenario. Now you could do it, but just understand that if you decide to do it, you only have a certain amount of time that the oxygen filters or whatever can reproduce enough oxygen for everybody on that ship. So if you're- And more on that, um, they also say life support system will degrade over time. So even though you have a ship that's designed for four people, if you haven't um, performed maintenance on on the filters and scrubbers and what what have you, it may not. It still may not be able to support you. So you got to make sure all your maintenance is up to date. Or you could have something as simple as a system failure. Quite unique. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's part of logistics, right? Your ship. How old is my ship? Yeah. Uh, where can I get parts at next time? Yep. And for those of you who may not have looked at now, I don't, I'm, I know we're talking about pyro, but I do want to kind of spin on this just a little bit. Some of you may have not seen the patch notes, but now, as you may know, you can take components and put them on your ship. Now they are physicalized. You can actually take quantum drives or whatever and store them on your ship and move them around. This is another part of your inventory. So there's another aspect of how much space you have on your ship to put things. So think about that. You're going to have to have that backup this or that extra component of that just in case something gets damaged. It's another thing to be thinking about because Unique's right on the head here when he talks about logistics and so is FastCart. It's much bigger than just being able to jump in your ship and go. The more this game gets developed out, the more things like that are going to be important. And Jade, once again, remind us of how big Pyro is when you want to cross it. Right. So Pyro is a, a very big system, and I am not exactly sure how many astronomical units it is uh, going to be mm -hmm. um, in the game, but it's currently listed at 17 astronomical units. Astronomical unit is about 93 million miles distance between the Earth and the Sun, and um, Stanton is a very, very compact system compared to Pyro. Mm -hmm. So your distances are going to be great, and you're going to have a lot less um infrastructure in terms of going to a station to refuel so, mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. that space travel out there in pyro will be chilly so go out to your soul citizen merchandise website <laughs> and get a hoodie <laughs> all right 
keep yourself warm. Obviously, drop the link. We're in actually there. playing nicely panel. done. It was. He found a nice way to shamelessly pitch our merchandise. I like that. So <laughs> I like how you use the word shamelessly. I know shamelessly. <laughs> you said it with a smile on your face, with no uh, indignation. So that was very cool. Yeah. No, or uh, Griffin, you, you brought up the path note. Griffin, you brought up the path note. Those path notes are available from Friday are amazing. Have you checked those out, man? Yes, Just I have. That stuff, it, it, it's hard to believe. Yes, it's some very, very cool stuff. If you haven't <laughs> checked out the patch notes, check them out. There's a lot of known issues, but there's a lot of good stuff in there too. Uh, we do have one more question that popped up, and it's, will Pyro have any type of prison system? As far as I know of, I haven't heard of one in Pyro. Jay knows the Lord probably better than all of us. There are going to be multiple pri other prison systems, but I don't know if there's one in Pyro. Is there? Because I, I don't think there is because of lawlessness, right? Right. I, I mm -hmm. don't think there's a prison system per se, but um, it's not totally like... Have a brig. <laughs> free for all. Like You can just go into Ruin Station and start shooting it up. Mm -hmm. I highly... Uh, Highly recommend Paul Shelley from the Astro Pubs um, series mm -hmm. on the Walzer Massacre and Keller's Run for why that is. Pir Even though, you know, you have outlaws and pirates that run a station, they don't want total chaos there either. So, you know, just because they don't necessarily have a prison system doesn't mean they don't have security interests. You probably don't want to get on the bad side as in a threat. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Oh, Griffin, we do have two, two more questions. They, they, they came from Gecko Jesus, but he didn't use the um the, the, the token. But his question was: Do you think the ship reclaim time will be raised when Pyro releases to raise the state? Also, how likely will a right be on, on Pyro release? So, do you think the, the ship the reclaim time will, 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 will change, or do you think the um let me go to the let me go to the let me go to the um wipe first because people have been asking about a wipe cig has told us that they're going to try not to wipe as much as possible the last time we had a wipe had more to do with the economy and them getting ready to start implementing quanta and quantum so you know a lot of people have been doing exploits and stuff people have millions and zillions of dollars of money and stuff so they wanted everything to kind of get the slate back to normal also after dealing with things like xeno threat and other stuff there were just a bunch of dynamics that made them do the financial wipe last time uh, we've had new patches come in where the wipes have not happened on us as far as our money goes. So whether or not, if it is, I don't know if it's going to be because of pyro. I think it's still going to be tied to the economy and quanta if that's if the reason why they're going to do it. Now, they could do it for pyro, but I just don't know if there's a reason to do it for pyro. Because before it had more to do about the economy and just some new things that they wanted to implement. So uh, in relation to the reclaim times on ships... We yeah. all know that that's going to change. I mean, we, we, we all know it's going to change. We know that insurance is going to come in. Um, whether or not something like insurance also becomes a factor when we go to Pyro, don't know. They haven't given us any word on it. I mean, it, it would be all theory crafting as far as I'm concerned. Unless somebody on the panel knows something. Any of you guys know anything about either of those reclaim times? Not really? Okay. No. Nope. Nothing official. Nothing official. Okay. Okay. Black guy leaves an ask a question, but you want to go take that one and make that a last one? Yeah, I'll take one more. Is the, is the one at the bottom there? Yeah. What systems, what systems are you guys most excited for after Pyro? Odin and that other one, we know it's coming. Forget the name at the moment. Okay. I can, Jay, we'll let you go first. We already know you've already kind of kicked it off with your system. What system are you looking for? Right. To? So, so of course, you know, we all know that after Pyro comes Nyx. And I know that the Black Sky Legion there was just like, you know, try to get try to get me to uh, laugh about that. Um, I would 
answer that by saying um, the third system, the third unannounced system on the roadmap, which is not repeat, is not Odin, mm -hmm. right? So there's been some speculation that it, it, it may be Castra. Mm -hmm. um, it, it may be uh, the Kano system. Mm. Um, you know, there, there's there's several that it could be that are um, connected. So I'm I'm a, either one. I'd be very happy to mm. see. Um, yeah, like you know, it could it could be. Uh, a, I think there's going to be a short time between Pyro and Nyx, but it's going to be a longer time between Nyx and the um, the third system or actually would be our fourth overall including santon so. mm, okay okay unique you got any system in particular you're interested in going to after pyro some place where i can shoot a face <laughs> you may have talked up just a little bit your mic's, your mic's not picking up very well just one more time no sorry i just want to shoot a vandal in the face give me a system where i can reach. oh okay <laughs> Yo, vega, is what you want, vega is what you want yeah, vega is where i want to be <laughs> Okay, fair dance. enough. Want to dance? Fast cart. What about you? Terror. Like I said, I'm a city boy, and terror is the uh, home of humanity um, at the moment. Um, I, I am looking. I was looking forward to soul and earth and stuff like that, but mostly terror because I, 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 I want to see. I want to be in the one way it happens. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm still interested in Goss. Um, Terra. I'm interested in as well. Uh, the one that's not connected is, uh, what's the, the spooky one, Jade? Um, oh, um, you're talking uh, about Hades? Hades, yes. Yeah. Hades is another interesting one. They got one. zombies? They got they, something out there. They got, a, they got a blue, there. blue man that disappears, right? <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. yep. Spooky, spooky, spooky place. So that would be oh, the one that uh, I'd be looking at. Mm-hmm. One more is Tamsa, because they had a black hole. I think that would be visually pleasing to, to see that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. Oh, yeah. Starship says Magnus. Yeah, where Drake is. Yeah, awesome. I want Oratani because there's no jump point that goes to it, so they could announce it, and we'd never, ever have a way to get to it. <laughs> no, Jade, you know someone is going to slow boat it all, all the way over there. <laughs> right. Someone's going to do that. Scam confirmed. That's funny. <laughs> Rakazad, thank you for that one month subscription that you gave to Unique, which is great. Yeah. Thank you. And also thank, thank you, you for the, the Patreon donation. I'm sorry the name didn't pop up, but thank you for giving us the Patreon donation. Um, let's uh, jump into something else here. Sir Fun, thank you for hey, the sir, follow. Sir Fun, thank you for the follow. I want to take a quick break. As, as we had mentioned to you guys earlier, this is our 100th episode. And even though we do these shows each week, I could not, we could not do these shows without the talented people that are here every week that bring all this great information to you. Uh, we laugh, we joke, uh, we have a good time when it comes to talking about Star Citizen. And we've been doing this now for over two years. And so thank you. We couldn't do it without you and your dedication. And the fact that you guys have supported us, whether it's you know, Citizen Shenanigans, uh, I don't wanna start naming names because I'll, I'll forget somebody, but there's so many of you that I know you guys retweet and send out the stuff diligently, faithfully. I mean, when I retweet, couple of second when i tweet a couple seconds later i see you guys are retweeting so thank you thank you for helping get the word out to those who raid us who uh pass information on us say hey check out the folks that start at soul citizens we want to say thank you to you guys too because to do a hundred of these takes a lot of work and a lot of time and commitment from everybody on our team um so standard deviation thank you so much for the resub for 23 months standard has been here 
I think the longest as yeah, far as a sub person, 23 out of 24 months. He's uh, he's pushing the envelope there. So thank you, Standard. Uh, but what I do want to talk about is something that I don't talk about very much. And we have mentioned it on the show before. And Jade is always hearing us tell these old man stories. So I'm going to tell one more old man story. Is that okay, Jade? I'm going to tell yes, one more. Yes, of course. Okay, all right. So in order to do this show and to, and to be out here doing what we do, we build a lot on what CIG gives us, right? Stuff we see on around the verse, the whole nine yards, right? We went all the way back to lore makers today. We've, we've pulled stuff from citizen of the stars. Uh, I mean, we just have a re a tremendous resource, but there's another resource that we don't talk about very much. And that's the resource of the people that influenced us when we started doing this stuff. And so what I want to do is do a little tribute to those people. Cause I want you all to know who some of the people are that influenced the panelists, but really, really even more influenced how we got this show going okay so these are some of the folks i'm going to talk about them and you guys can comment on about these as we're looking at them alisiana noir is one of the first african-american people that i saw online doing stuff about so uh star citizen uh nikki batgirl captain richard clifford miku sergeant gamble who was a member of test squadron grockies who used to do voiceovers uh really cool guy uh some of these folks are still doing stuff out there but some of them they aren't streaming anymore um, gray-headed gamer met him in 2016 really cool guy matachi none of you guys know meyer meyer's still out there streaming nighthawk zale with his with baby zale and his wife uh rice maiden who used to make models uh and of course you guys know stl youngblood who produces videos as well uh and lets us know about the different ships and stuff that come out in star citizen all these people had influence on us we've got folks like paul shelley the astro pub Board Gamer, who's still producing videos to this day. Drives people crazy, but hey, he's faithful. Diverse Diverse, the first show that had all women uh, that, that, that broadcast about Star Citizen. DJ Knight, one of the first brothers I met and got to meet in, in 2016. And then the folks at INN, the Independent or Imperial News Network. Um, relay. Yeah, Relay. Well, they're Relay now, but I want to go back to INN because that's what they were doing back then. So. Any memories about these folks unique? Did you watch any of these people as we were coming up? Dude, that was, you didn't say Rexilla, but yeah, I wanna make sure that. Oh yeah, Rexilla, yeah, he was one of the newer people, yeah. Yeah, back when he popped up, I think I was Mm-hmm. I didn't like what he was doing, and that was the first time I actually got engaged with some other random that I didn't know to go and do something. Very cool. Jade, what about you? You recognize any of these faces? Oh, yes, I recognize a lot of them. I'll, I'll just say that, you know, um, the three that were most influential for me uh, would be Alisiana. Um, she was one of the first people like I reached out to um, for, you know, Star Citizen uh, lore info and, and star map stuff. Um, obviously, Miss Hearts and Diverse Diverse, even though I joined in late 2016, um, like I, you know, come across their show just, I guess, before it ended um, the next year. Mm -hmm. And um, definitely Batgirl, she was like on fire mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, those interviews uh, with, with Ben. Mm -hmm. So like they, they were all very influential for me because as a lot of you know, um, I didn't really i wasn't much of a, a pc well i wasn't a pc gamer until star citizen and i wasn't even really much of a gamer i kind of sort of came from mobile games and second life mm -hmm. so like seeing uh these other women doing you know stuff with star citizen when when i first joined star citizen i only saw the star citizen reddit 
subreddit mm -hmm. and so it was a, a much more i'm just gonna say it wasn't a very friendly place mm -hmm. uh back then in 2016 and 2017 and um so i just felt like there was a place for me when i saw Luciana, i saw miss hearts and mm -hmm. the diverse diverse crew and i saw um yeah i saw batgirl mm -hmm. um everybody there like you know it made me feel like okay yeah i belong in this community mm -hmm. there's a place for me i mean visibility does matter so yeah very cool very cool fc what about you i know you know half if not all these people uh, yeah, no, uh, 75 percent. Uh, I just want to say the shout out, give a shout out to Miss Hart and Amon Nolan. Uh, they, they, they used to uh, scream together when I first started Dice Edison, and, mm -hmm. and that's, uh, they helped me get, get into the game. They were a pleasure to, to watch. I love their sense of humor because they have sense of humor like, like, like mine, except better. Mm. Uh, uh, also, um, Great Headed Gamer. I got. I have to give him a special shout out. I think I would. I think he would. I think he, I was the first one. I'm sorry. How am I phrasing this correctly? He was the first one that, that I did a podcast with. Mm. To, with, with a different streamer. I, I, I want. I want to believe. Yeah. Also, got to give a shout out to the Base Radio. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they, they were the yes. first uh, music radio station that, 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 that um. They were first star citizen, mm -hmm. so I got to give them a shout out. Now you, uh, 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 I used to be on on, on there. So uh, I'm a Nolan, I'm Miss Hart, the Base Radio, and go ahead and mm -hmm. and Relay INN. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I mean, we just want to kind of reflect back on that. And I, I do want to take a second to say thank you to all of them because they were kind of the folks that trailblazed all this and went through a lot of those rough years. For those of you who remember what the rough years were. And we have built our show based on watching them, learning from them, and uh, hopefully created our own thing that builds and uh, supports this community. Uh, let me give a shout out to uh, Citizen Shenanigans, who gave out five community subs, and to O'Lefty of Test Squadron, our Test Squadron, Best Squadron, my, my, my org, who gave out 10 community subs. So thank you guys for helping us and supporting us today on this 100th episode of... Uh, Soul Citizens. We really appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Cosmic Trader. You know what, guys? I could name everybody, but I kind of kept it limited to those who were content creators. I know people said, you guys didn't mention Montoya. I know Montoya is my fearless leader, but Montoya was not cutting videos as a content creator back in the day. He started doing it much later, and he's still around. But I really want to talk about the people who were really strong influences from the community standpoint. So I'm not ignoring those people. There are even more people I could have named. This thing would have went on forever and ever to make that video. But I just want right. to recognize <laughs> some of the folks because Fastcart mentioned Miss Hart. There's so many people we could continue to name, but we just want to give a shout out to some people. Agent 1213, thank you so much for thank the you. five community subs. And Vintage Input, thank you for that follow as well. Thank you guys so much. As you guys know, everything that you guys do for us here financially gets turned right back around, goes back to the community, which is why we're able to do the giveaways and things that we do. So thank you guys for that so much. Um, let's go ahead and move on because we're about to wrap up the show. I got to let, go, let uh, Unique go to bed because I told him he was going to be going to bed right now. So I want to stick on through this. Um, one of the things we want to do is that we want to say a happy birthday to somebody. This week, we celebrated the birthday of Ops Chief. We've been beating him to death about his birthday all week. We said it Thursday, we said it <laughs> yesterday. And Ops Chief, you are here today, so we're saying happy birthday to you once again. Ops Chief is one of our moderators, along with Admiral Kusanagi, and we did not want to let his birthday go by. So you all give a shout out to Ops Chief. Tell him happy birthday. because Happy a birthday, really, really Ops cool Chief. Guy. Really, really cool guy. Happy birthday, Ops Chief. Happy birthday, Ops Chief. 
Absolutely. Okay, uh, FC, why don't you go ahead and kind of let's talk about what we got coming up next and we can get ready to blow this joint. How's that? Well, up next, uh, on Thursday, we had a, a little show called Soul Talk. It occurs at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 2 a.m. UTC, where we talk about what's going on in, in, the, in the community during that week, mostly um, uh, ISC and, and, and Star Citizen Live and stuff like, oh, this week Star Citizen Live. If you haven't checked out yesterday, uh, Friday Star Citizen Live, please check that out. It's, it's hilarious. It's funny. But it, it should be a fun, a fun show, and I believe it will be a fun show. So check us out on Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. UTC. And where are they supposed to find us now? Oh, on, on YouTube. Yes, uh, not uh, Twitch. YouTube.com <laughs> slash those citizens. Sorry, thank you. Okay. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Cataclysm, I'm pretty sure that it did. Give me two seconds. Yes, it did. I got you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, and don't forget to like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Yes, yes. Thank yeah. you, Jay. Thank you. Thank you for that, that plug. Um, we also started a new show. As of yesterday, guys, we started a new show called Soul Voices, where we talk about... Um, it, we take we take community topics that we pull from Spectrum and from Reddit and from the gaming industry, and we talk about them, and we have a good time. We had a great conversation yesterday. We had some featured special guests that were on there as well. Our featured guest was G Lock and uh, and uh, Blackjack, Blackjack, aka Idris K. So if you guys haven't watched that, go to our YouTube channel and check it out. The videos there is our premiere video premiere episode. But that'll be on Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, you get to come in and talk with us. You know, when we do it on Thursdays, it's more of a group conversation with a group of us who kind of share our thoughts from the community. But on Saturday, it's a one-on-one. -on -one. You get to talk with whoever the hosts are for that for that day and present your question and kind of have a more personalized conversation about a topic. So if you're not doing oh, anything I, 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 on Saturday, Yes. And, and I want to thank Mac. I'm not going to say this full name. I want to thank Mac and Merchant Man for, for stopping by uh, on Soul Voices yesterday. That, that, that they were a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. uh, over to the people that, that, that I mentioned. We had, quite, name, yeah, I we, had, we had quite a few people who popped on yesterday. <laughs> so thank you guys. CC Creator, there were a whole bunch of people that stopped by yesterday. So thank you guys for being with us yesterday to help us kick that premiere uh, episode off. We had a lot of fun. But again, that's on Saturday. So if you're in the UK or if you're on the other side of the globe, that show is much easier to watch than we know this ship. It this show is on on Sunday nights, so we hope you guys can join us for that. And uh, unique, what was that? You know, Jade, who's got the last one? I think it's unique, right? What's the last thing we got for next week? Next one. Yep. That's something for next week. Yeah, the show. Yeah, right there in the middle of the screen. <laughs> you mind if I take it? You forgot. Fire Go power, ahead, Jade. Fire power. <laughs> yeah, fire power. He's right. falling asleep Go, already. We're losing him. We're losing him. <laughs> Firepower is all about every ship that is larger than the Idris, so don't miss that because none of these fools have any of those ships. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. Where'd you steal it, Jax? Yeah, we didn't steal it. Yeah, but it is for every ship okay. that's bigger than the Idris, as Unique said. So we're going to be talking about not only UEE ships, but also Vanduul ships. So we're going to be talking about King ships, Pegasus, all that good stuff next week. So Hopefully you guys can join us. Star Jump, I need to talk to you, brother. I need to talk to you because I was you're on my brain for that show next week. If you're interested and if you're available, so let's let's talk about it later. If you're okay, if you're available, because cool. uh, that would be really great. Because we really want to kind of dip into that a little bit, and I think we'll have a good time with that. So that's basically it. Um, as you guys know, when we normally close out the show, we close off and then we kind of just launch you guys off into uh, a raid into somebody's channel, but. Uh, before we, we are going to still do that, but what we do want to do is close you out with a more extensive video of Pyro. We didn't show you everything. This video shows you everything that we've been able to see from CIG about Pyro. 
So we hope you can just kind of chill out, relax and enjoy it. And while you're watching it, we're going to send the raid off to Cop Cooper in a box. That's who Admiral Kusanagi has given me. So we're going to send off to, uh, to him. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. There is no link for that tribute video, uh, Ops Chief, because that was a video I made myself. So, um, that's why it's not on YouTube or anything. So yeah, thank you guys for being here tonight. Thank you again for helping us celebrate our 100th episode. And as always, we're going to tell you guys, peace, love, and soul. Be safe, take care of yourself, and enjoy the video. We'll see you soon.